0: that 9,000 jobs could go over a three-year period and that some branches could shut from early next year. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may soon have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school or college. The new transport policy comes into force next September and the County Council is hoping that it will save up to
1: £500,000 a year. Sophie Sileria reports. The new policy will affect disabled students aged 16 to 18 who live between 5 and 10 miles from school. Those on a low income will qualify for help with the cost. The Council hopes to save half a million pounds through a combination of charging and reducing eligibility for post-16 transport. Its new transport policy also aims to develop disabled students' skills and help them become independent travellers. A woman who has terminal cancer is
0: having to be transported between Milton Keynes and Northampton hospitals every Friday. Jane Ellis has to undergo the trip because ear, nose and throat consultants don't work at MK Hospital at the weekend. And Milton Keynes reporter Craig Lewis has more.
2: The nurses needed to take
3: care of Jane Ellis at home aren't currently available, meaning the 78-year-old is having to stay at Milton Keynes Hospital. But every Friday, she has to undertake a 21-mile journey up the M1 to Northampton because the specialist care she needs isn't available in Milton Keynes over the weekend. Then on Monday, the pensioner's back in an ambulance for the return trip to Milton Keynes.
0: It's claimed there's been a rise in the number of unqualified teachers working in Milton Keynes. In the Commons, Labour's education spokesman Tristram Humm accused the government of going soft on teaching standards.
4: In Milton Keynes, we have seen rises in unqualified, teachers given that quality of teaching is the most important determinant of success can she now confirm that the Tory party has gone soft on standards putting ideology above
0: the interests of pupils but the education secretary Nicky Morgan hit back accusing Mr Hunt of talking guff A British man who rescued more than 600 Jewish children from the Nazis will receive the Czech Republic's highest state honour today. Sir Nicholas Winton arranged for children to be taken by train from occupied Czechoslovakia to foster families in London. The Met Office has been given the go-ahead to build one of the world's most powerful supercomputers to predict Britain's weather. The £97 million machine is 13 times faster than its predecessor and will improve the accuracy of forecasting and projections for climate change. And the weather today will be a dry day with the sunny spells feeling unseasonably mild with some warm sunshine this afternoon. A maximum temperature of 19 degrees Celsius, 66 degrees Fahrenheit. Your next news is in half an hour.
5: They're spending a hundred million pounds on a computer that will predict the weather. Just look on your phones. There's a, there's, there's a weather app on there. It's like a picture of a I don't know, cloud or a sun or something. I don't know. Click on that, it does the weather for the next five days. That app comes free with phones. Why would you spend a hundred million pounds on a computer? They will tell you the weather. Flipping it. Let's be honest. We only have the weather every morning to fill two and a half minutes of airtime. Let's me have a breather. No one cares what the weather is, apart from farmers, and even they don't care, as they're taking so many subsidies from the EU. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Morning. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. What's coming up? Well, disabled students having to pay their fares. Boozy Luton. Who have you seen on a boat? What did you do to entertain your lady as she passed a baby through her body? And what are you declaring war on? 455 four double five five double five.
6: Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
5: This is BBC yeah. Three. Yeah. Spontaneous round of
7: applause for that.
5: Thank you. Betsy's in the house. Can I call you Betsy? That's a good nickname, Kels. Of
7: course you can. You can what we like.
5: Betsy's in the house because um, Mama Boyle... Is the- off. She is off. She's off the boil today. Mama Boyle is off the boil. Betsy's in the house. Yes, mate. Oh, look, and Claire's turned up in time for work. Yay! <laughs> yeah, you're safe. Um, Betsy, good yep. to see you. Thanks. Yesterday, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw on a boat, on a boat, a boat, a boat, not a boat, it's a barge. Oh yeah. I don't think barges are technically boats; they're not ships.
7: No.
5: Uh, they're not. Bo- I saw none ever. Uh, uh, none ever. <laughs>
7: Who's
5: that? Uh, none. Uh, well, that's a famous nun from the sixties. I also saw <laughs> Mr. Paul Weller.
7: Did you? Paul
5: Weller on a barge. Wow. And I was trying to be all cool. Yeah. Paul Weller, I'm like, yeah, well, you should be recognising me, Sunshine. And I was with my two boys, and I said to them, we went for a little bite to eat, and we had to walk past Paul Weller's barge again. And I said, oh, someone very famous on that. But who was it? Paul Weller. Paul Weller? Yeah, Paul Weller. He's a singer and a guitar player. All right. And as we're walking past the barge... Which one's Paul Weller? Oh, flipping it, you little... <laughs> so I kicked the youngest in the water. That caused a distraction. Everything was fine. So this morning, who have you seen on a boat? Ever seen any- anyone on a boat?
7: Uh, I've seen loads of people on a boat before.
5: Excellent stuff. wait, 459 455 555. Who have you seen on a boat? Hey, there's a coincidence. I was talking about Paul Weller, and this is a song, this is a song, this is a song, and he did songs. Boats? Who have you seen on a boat? Doesn't have to be famous. Could be a captain. Could be a baby. Could be a blind man. I don't know. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five, five. Let's just check in with uh, Ben. Ben, how are you feeling this morning? What, what, uh, what's floating your boat? Women in underwear does look nice. All right, mate. Calm down, please. For goodness sakes, give us. Kelly, you're right. You look a bit grumpy this morning. What's wrong?
8: I'm not in a bad mood. All right,
5: guys. All right. I don't know what your beef is this morning. Now. Uh, disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may be forced to pay more than £1,000 to get to school. Harts County Council say the new transport policy plan could save them half a million pounds a year, but at what cost? Well, Sophie Soleri's been looking into this. Sophie, what's going on here?
1: Okay, so, Ian, the plan is to charge Hertfordshire's disabled teens, as you said, to ride their bus to school. And the plan's set to come into action next September. Now, these teenagers' families will have to contribute over a £1,000. To be exact, it's £1,173 per year if they live between 5 and 10 miles from their school. Right. Then, uh, if they live beyond that, um, beyond that 10 miles, then a individual assessment will have to take place to see if they can be helped at all. Now... The Hearts County Council say they seek to develop disabled student skills and help them become independent travellers with this plan. A County Council Hall uh, report has estimated that the new proposal will also save them £500,000. Sorry, what
5: does develop disabled student skills, what does that mean?
1: I know. I I don't know what that means. And I'm pleased that you're speaking to the council later. I'll I'll ask them. I 'm no not entirely sure i th- I think what they're trying to say is is that people can take responsibility to be able to get to school themselves they, if they can, pay. can walk they can pay they can either pay or they can walk and yeah. they'll be given maybe okay. help to do that with a with a friend
5: is this uh, that's nice of them is this applying to everyone
1: no actually it doesn't harts county council's plan is to provide free transport for those attending their nearest suitable school so if it's if you go to a a, a school that's more um at more distance than your nearest one then that's when you have to start paying um, um, if you can walk, however, then you have to go to that one. Of course, that doesn't actually um, help if your further away school provides you more support. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're blind or if you, you've got other disabilities, then obviously your nearest school may not have that, you know, the, the support that you need. They also say they'll help those students from a low-income family. So it is also means-tested. Okay. Again, they say they want to support young people whose help um, it needs it most, such as the youngsters with learning difficulties and uh, people that can't afford to pay. But that means, of course, then you have to charge other people to do so. We've got
5: someone uh, later on we're speaking to. Sophie, who is it, please? Yeah,
1: from Seven talking to Georgie in Royston. Now, she's 20 years old, she's registered blind, and up until last year was in full-time education in Hertfordshire. Uh, Her and her family chose for her to go to a school 15 miles away, like I said to you earlier, because it had the best support for her disability. So she needed to take the school bus, she was desperate to take that school bus, or she wouldn't have got to school at all. She can't drive and her Mm. parents work. She told me yesterday that if this plan had come into place last year her and her family would be looking for over a thousand pounds right now and that really would have pushed them because already her family have to help her quite a lot with her blindness um so yeah she would have had to have paid however um we all have the right to go to the best school especially our sixth when we all get a choice and um if Georgie's blind, she can't drive herself. Plus, we'll hear from the council, which you have to uh, speak to about their new plan, and a local Hertfordshire disability uh, charity. They're called HAD. They support people with disabilities. And the in- interesting thing about them is that they provide transport for people with disabilities and they have contracts with the council, yet, they weren't even aware of this plan until I called them yesterday.
5: Sophie, thank you very much. Before people start phoning in complain, yes I realise the inappropriateness of saying blind me while we're talking about a blind person, but I think you can bear with that. Thank you. It won't be long, yeah, yeah. One in a minute where they go really high they're obviously having a lot of fun I mean high in voice not in no get ready McCartney's really enjoying himself here, here he comes Here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah, it won't be long.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah! It won't be long, yeah. 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 Till yeah. mm, We'll have more Beatles later because they're good.
10: <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off this morning in Buckingham on the A421. At the moment it's closed in both directions between London Road and Way, It's due to a gas leak that's happened there. Some emergency repairs are taking place and we are expecting it to be closed for the morning peak. Taking a look so fine, Brickywood is starting to look rather heavy at the moment on the North Orbital Road. Just at Junction 21A for the M25. Starting to build up slightly on the A414 around the Park Street roundabout. And on the trains, are seeing delays of up to about 15 minutes. It's on both London, Midland and Virgin trains between Milton Keynes Central and Rugby. It's all due to a broken-down freight train. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: I'm assuming you mean a freight train, not a freight train, because, like, like, a ghost train has broken <laughs> down somewhere. Blimey. Hey, Nicola? <laughs> yeah? I saw Paul Weller on a barge yesterday. Have you ever seen anybody on a boat?
11: Um, Santa Claus.
5: What was... What was, what was Father Christmas? What was he doing on a boat? giving out gifts oh, to the little one. He does, doesn't he? But on a boat? I question the validity of that story. A fright train... it's uh, Tuesday the 28th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay £1,000 or more to get to school. The National Grid is predicting a risk of blackouts this winter due to a lack of spare capacity, and Lloyd's Banking Group is expected to announce its cutting jobs and closing branches.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Some idiots are spending £100 million on a computer to predict the weather. Rob, what do you think about it?
6: Every weekday from three. Good afternoon, welcome to the show. Local people. What's your story?
5: Seems there's a
12: law for them and then there's one for the press, and I disagree with what they're saying. Local views. In some cases,
13: sort of 40% loss in value on their properties. It's killing Got it right. There is a responsibility when you're paid from the public purse. Local life. Do you want to know how much my carer's allowance goes up by every April when the tax year changes? Two quid.
6: Roberto Peroni. And is it
5: fair to target people on benefits?
6: Weekdays from 3, BBC
5: Three Counties Radio. Oh, you really have seen people on boats. Uh, David Cameron says, not that one. Not the David Cameron who scared of joggers. That man was never a jogger. Have you seen the state of him? I." Have I've never seen. I've ne- okay. I'm going to say it. I've never seen a jogger with dreadlocks. I never have. I don't think dreadlocked people. And I'm not. It's not a racial slur. This gentleman was white. Any, any, anyone can have dreads. I don't think dreadlocked people are, are inclined to jog. That man wasn't a jogger.
7: I've actually not seen any either. No, you haven't, have you?
5: No. I'll tell you something else in a second. But I'll, I'll tell you that off there. Anyway, David Cameron, not that David Cameron, says Renata. From René and Renata, he was cruising on his own. You don't know who that is, don't worry. And Chuck Thomas says, "I saw Dr. Hillary Jones on a hovercraft in the late '80s." Not strictly a boat, but it was a flotation device. We can open it up. <laughs> Ever seen anyone on a boat, Just? Uh, No, I haven't actually. Well, Well, insane. Never?
4: Well, I saw a lot of greedy Germans on a boat once in Magaloof. I saw them. I
5: I saw Paul Weller on a barge. I know where Paul Weller, I'm assuming it's his, I know where he keeps his barge. (laughs) We'll go down there later if you want and look at him. That's a brilliant story. Well, one of my friends actually
4: saw, I'm not quite sure which one it was, but uh, one of the boys from Alf Wiedersen Pet. From what programme? Alf Wiedersen Pet. From what? Alf Wiedersen Pet. Say that one more time. Alf Wiedersen Pet. OK. Yeah. That's,
5: um, you, don't, you never had German lesson, did you? No. I actually got uh, a U in my German exam. A, a, a U-boat. Oh eight four five nine 08459 455 it, it, It's a boat-themed show today, just. We're just mm. going to run with the boat themes. Yeah. The worst thing is when you go to these islands, these continental islands, and it's mm. nice and peaceful, and then you hear in the distance... <laughs> And slowly, slowly, many miles away around the corner of the island comes like an old pirate ship Mm. kitted out with about five hundred filthy boozers. Yep. They're all having a party on that boat. Mm. Mm -hmm. And they're all having and then they rock up on your bit of the island. No, no. Torpedo number one loaded. Fire yeah. torpedoes! I saw Eric Clapton's house from a boat once. Oh, 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 Justin, you, this is why I love you. Mm. We've, we've, got, we've got a phone in. We've got two phone-ins now. We've, we've got, uh, who have you seen on a boat? Mm-hmm. Your boat stories. You've turned it on on the head. What have you seen from a boat, Justin?
13: Exactly.
4: Eric Clapton's house oh. right in front of me. And the guy was on the megaphone saying, Eric, Eric, are you going to come out and say hello? Can you imagine if you were Eric Clapton and you were listening to that idiot on the boat with a
5: megaphone? You would not be happy, would no, you? No, not at all. I would, no, if I was Eric Clapton... And I was still drinking and uh, drugging, as, as he's <laughs> famous for. I would yeah. stand on the roof of my house, naked, mm. playing the killer guitar riffs and firing them at the ship. Oh, wow. That's what I would do. Wow. Right, so ladies and gentlemen, this is actually brilliant. We won't get any calls on it, but I don't care. Who have you seen on a boat? Uh, what have you seen from a boat? And your boat stories, Oh, eight four five nine four We've been talking about booze as well, Justin. Yeah. Turns out... Luton's a bit boozy and a bit violent on Saturday nights. Who'd have thunk it? Shock horror. Well, if you hadn't thunk it, it was rammed home on last night's episode of 24 Hours in Police Custody, which was all about booze fueled fights on a Saturday evenings in Luton. And things took a turn when a Polish man whispered a murder threat to the custody sergeant. Well, you've been out and about, Justin, finding out what people think about Luton on a Saturday night. Giza! What have people been saying, bro? (laughs)
4: Um, It's not very good, put it that way. Um, The the programme last night, again, we have been talking about this every week. Um, It's such a a gripping programme. uh, that There was one guy in the cell last night who was quite literally smashing up the cell all night long, it, it was embarrassing to watch. The next morning, when he sobered up, he was actually quite a nice person. So it can completely change people. Yeah. I've been talking to people here in Lucan about some of the worst things they've seen on a Saturday night here in this town involving alcohol. This is not pleasant. Here's what people had to say: Alf, Weederson, Pet,
2: taking it to the streets, to the street. to the streets with J Dog. I've seen racial fights. I've seen girls on the floor, out in public. I've seen people just just throwing up everywhere. Fight, I fights. Um, what else? There's quite a few things. It's just funny. You've got to see it for yourself. It's like a movie. Looting's like a movie. That's what i have got to say. Is it really that it's bad? Like I mean, come on, it's at it's a weekend. You say it's like a movie. It's like a movie. It's like an American movie. Stuff you wouldn't believe. But you still go out and lose them? Yes, yeah, de- definitely. Is
4: it out of control?
2: Yes or no? no no, not out of control. I wouldn't go that far. So, Sounds it. Yeah, I know, but it's still in control. I mean, pl- well, police don't have control, but, yeah. The police haven't got control. <laughs> they did not got control of nothing around here, I tell you. They just trouble, like, guys on the corner begging for money, and that's about it. I don't know why, but they don't trouble the real guys who are getting into fights and getting drunk, but they trouble the guys that on the floor asking for money. Where's the sense in that?
14: Um, where do I start? <laughs> really? I, well, I live in town, which is quite noisy. Um, most nights I just hear people shouting, running across the streets... Um, Throwing up left, right and centre, it's just terrible really. Um, About an eight man fight, glasses being thrown, bottles being thrown, people scrapping everywhere.
4: Is it really that bad here compared to other town centres? I'd say yeah, it's probably a little bit worse than most town centres, but I've seen quite bad things in other places, but it does get pretty bad sometimes. I wouldn't want to walk around here at night, some, do you know what I mean, on my own. So, when you were in the pub then, when it all kicked off, you're standing there and bottles and glasses are, are flying past your head. Yeah, so long pretty long much, yeah. Uh, it must have, have been, been terrifying. Time. Yeah, it was quite terrifying, yeah. I just stood out of the way and kept myself to myself and let the bouncers deal with it. Just lastly, do you think Luton is out of control here at weekends? Do you think this town has has unfortunately lost that control element now.
5: Yeah, pr- pretty much, yeah. I think it's getting along that way. I think if it escalates any more, then it needs to be addressed in a serious way. Now, come on, Justin. Mm. He's been in a pub in Luton with bottles flying past his ear, like the ball ro- the, the, the bar barroom brawl in Convoy. I mm-hmm. don't think so.
4: According to him, I mean, every single person had a story. That first guy comparing it to an American movie, that's how out of control it is, according to Wowzers. to most people here, uh, when it comes to boot. Losing and loosen at weekends. Just you know, uh, introduce Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Eddie Grant, of course, famous for being in the equals. Uh, then he goes 80 style with this one, a top tune, Electric Avenue. Get those radios cranked up as we say. Oi! <laughs>
9: Done. No place to hang out or washing And then I can't name all on the sun Oh no, we're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue.
5: Eddie Grant, Eddie Grant, Eddie Grant. Eddie Grant. My boys would probably call him Eddie Grant if they knew that the word grunt also meant blow off. Electric. We had a massive argument in the car yesterday about the last train to Clarksville. Rocket. Or as they call it, the last train to Fartsville. For Electric goodness Avenue. sakes proper massive argument about it and then they made me play it and they went look he's singing last train to fartsville and 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 fair play it did sound like it actually so they won travel news for beds
10: cards and bugs
11: bbc three counties radio starting off this morning on the A421. At the moment it's closed um, between London Road and Way. It's all due to a gas leak that's happened there. Some emergency repairs are taking place but we are getting reports in that it may be closed for most of the morning peak. In Milton Keynes, it's starting to build a little bit on Standing Way at Newport Road as those roadworks are continuing there. And it's starting to queue already on the M25 heading anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and Junction 20 Kings Langley. On the train delays of up 15 minutes on both London Midland and Virgin trains that's between Milton Keynes Central and Rugby Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio
10: Across beds, hearts and bugs
6: This is BBC Three Counties
0: Radio 6.30 with the headlines, I'm Nicola Hazler. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may soon have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school or college. The new transport policy comes into force next September and the County Council is hoping that it will save up to £500,000 a year. National Grid is expected to confirm this morning that the risk of blackouts this winter has increased significantly from last year. The operator of the National Power Network will say that the spare capacity has fallen to a seven-year low. It's thought Lloyds Banking Group will announce that it's cutting jobs and closing branches when it publishes its latest financial results this morning. Lloyds, which is a quarter owned by the taxpayer, is expected to shift towards automating more of its routine back office functions. A woman who has terminal cancer is having to be transported between Milton Keynes and Northampton Hospitals every Friday. Jane Ellis has to undergo the trip because ear, nose and throat consultants don't work at MPK Hospital at the weekend. The Met Office has been given the go-ahead to build one of the world's most powerful supercomputers to predict Britain's weather. The £97 million machine is 13 times faster than its predecessor.
15: Three Counties Sports.
0: BBC
6: Three Counties Radio.
0: Charlie Austin scored a goal in each half as Queen's Park Rangers beat Aston Villa 2-0 at Loftus Road to move off the bottom of the Premier League. The QPR manager Harry Redknapp says he's delighted to see his team finally get the result their recent performances have deserved.
4: We drew here with Stoke, beat Sunderland, missed a penalty, five minutes to go against Hull. We should have got something out of Liverpool, but we've come and done it again today. I said to him, it's no good doing it against Liverpool and then not doing it You know, the next game. We've got to do that every game. If we do that, we've got a chance.
0: MK Dons plays Sheffield in the fourth round of the League Cup this evening with no fresh injury problems. Kyle McFusdeen will re- will return after a head injury kept him out on Saturday and Dean Bowwich will be fit to play after recovering from a groin problem. Tonight's game is a chance to progress to the quarter final of the competition for the first time in the club's history and manager Carl Robinson feels his side is ready.
16: We're very uh, aware of the enormity of the challenge. a very, very good Sheffield United team. But we also are aware of what the prize in store is. So we're uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. But Sheffield United will be in exactly the same boat. They'll feel they can come to Stadium MK and put a performance on and win.
0: In the first round proper of the FA Cup, Western Supermare have been drawn at home to League One Doncaster, while Canvey Island will play two time winners Preston if they defeat Havent and Waterlooville in a replay. Warrington Town also entertain League Two Exeter. Warrington are managed by Sean Reed.
12: I mean, this is what dreams are made of for non league football clubs. And to get a league tie at all, they won't fancy coming to our place, Palin. And, you know, it's a bit of a leveler coming to our pitches and our level.
4: But
17: we'll enjoy the day and we'll enjoy the moment.
0: Cricket now and the England Lions squad are to tour South Africa. Uh, the squad will be announced this lunchtime. Batsman Jonathan Trott is expected to be included for his first international call up since leaving the Ashes series with a stress related illness. The former In- England wicket keeper, Jones, has joined Gloucestershire. He signed a two year deal. More news at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
10: This is Ian Lee.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Ben? How are you feeling this morning, Ben? What gets, what gets your boat afloat? Women in underwear does look nice. Yeah, I know, mate, but come on, for goodness sakes, focus. Betsy's in the house.
7: Hello.
5: Boilies, uh, Mama boils off the boil. Yeah, Betsy's in the, the house.
7: Boil,
5: yep. Boat, it's a boat special today. Wicked. I saw a children's play, uh puppets, on a boat, on a barge in London. It was good it was good. The bar- the theatre was amazing on this barge. It was incredible. The play show show. I sent them um I sent them some constructive criticism. Oh. I was toying with whether I should or not. There was one thing that let me down. There was one thing I was prepared to tell them that let me down. I enjoyed it. The boys liked it. It was too quiet. It's too quiet And I just sent an email saying Great, loved it Amazing venue It was too quiet
7: What, the ap- the voices behind the puppets were too quiet? I
5: suspect it was a pre-recorded uh, <gasps> audio track that they were playing oh, to But yeah but see, It was a wonderful theatre mm. Wonderful Paul Weller was on the barge next door
7: Hey, I like Paul Weller I He's got a changing
5: man You got what?
7: I got in his way once
5: Oh, like the jogger and David Cameron
7: Yeah but uh, so we, it was a narrow corridor, and he was behind me, and I yeah. saw that he needed to get past me, so I edged out further oh. so that he'd have to. And he sort of touched my shoulder and e. said, Excuse me.
5: Excuse me, I'm the changing man. Oh, and I it's a wild, wild word.
7: Said, Thank you. Yeah. I meant to say sorry, but my I, don't words like
5: got- pa- I don't like Paul Weller's music, but I was still cool to see him. And uh, you know, he looked like he was having a great time. He was on a barge. I can show you exactly where his barge is if you want to know.
7: Yeah. what? Um- it's on a canal in London yeah what was he doing
5: he was just um, having some jollies there was, it was, I guess his kids were there oh, yeah. he used to with the kids mm. oh, he was having a great time so, who have so, you... Hang on, did sorry, he
7: recognise you?
5: Probably. Who have you... Yeah, did, he did he say... No. Did he ask for No, he didn't. Soap? No, and I didn't ask for his. So...
7: He might be telling someone right now that he saw Ian Leon. on a He's recording boat. a concept he album about it. might think that that other barge that you were on okay, is yours.
5: Yeah. You, you, you're milking it a little bit. Milking. Who have you seen on a boat? Uh, what have you seen from a boat? And your boat story. Simon's in Sandy. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Ian and Kelly. Good morning. Oh, morning. not saying good morning to Claire? Oh, I've spoken to Claire. Oh, okay, and you didn't—you didn't get on. Well, we are very She She's hard to get on. Yeah, not we're we're, friends. No, they're not. They're not. I really struggle to understand what she's saying.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs>
5: it's, it's that Chinese accent, Scottish, Irish. Thank you. You're you're welcome, <laughs> Simon. What have you got for us? Well, I just thought sort of put another angle on the
18: boat story. Oh and yeah. we could probably. Organise a celebrity cruise, a BBC Three Star Celebrity Cruise.
5: Oh yeah, go on.
18: Yeah, well you lot, you lot obviously attend and well. special guest. You bring a few bands that you like and oh. JD does his
5: <laughs> show, you know. Because this is a big thing, Kel's. Bands do this now, don't they? That you can go on a cruise with a band for three days. Uh, the yep. bare naked ladies do this. They have a cruise for three days and they perform and then, like, they'll give talks as well. And then they'll go and sit with th- their fans and have dinner with them and stuff. We could do that. Is there money? Sorry, Simon, is there money in it for us? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm in. Big money.
7: How much will you pay us, Simon?
18: Well, I'll, I'll do the cooking because I'm a chef, so, I, you know, I'll feed everyone,
5: so.
7: Okay, so we've got the food. We just yeah. need some celebrities. And hey, boats.
5: Cool. What's your normal rate of pay, yeah? You know? Well, I don't want to say, but let's just say oh, well. that I've only been on air 38 minutes this morning. I've already earned this month's mortgage. Well, well, exactly. Well, well, exactly, Simon. It's got a small house. Oh, eight, four five nine four double five five double five. Oh, whoa. Karen Carpenter. It's Boat Special today. We're celebrating uh, the magic of boats. Who have you seen on a boat? What have you seen from a boat and your boat stories? It's 6.30. I haven't even looked at the papers yet. Blimey. Oh, rubbish. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom,
9: boom. Before the second show Your guitar It sounds so sweet and clear But you're not really It's just the rain
5: That now
9: Said be back
5: again, I didn't actually say that, Carol. Oh
8: love you, I really do.
10: Yeah, nuts.
5: Francis Morris, Francis Morris. What are we going to do with Francis Morris? Well, we should lock him up. I'll tell you who Francis Morris is. He's an old man. Francis Morris is still driving his car despite being just days short of his 100th birthday. Here we go again. He regularly pops to the newsagents in his blue VW polo to buy his newspaper, which I'm guessing is The Express, as he's in The Express, as well as going on the occasional shopping trip. A little bit premature. He's not 100 until November the 2nd. That's a lot of days. It's a lot of days aways. Hmm? It was only when he went to work on the buses as a young man before the war he had to prove his skills to get a licence. Oh dear! Ask for the secret of his longevity, Francis replied. Keeping busy. I keep busy, and I drive very slowly. You know, I'm not a fan of the elderly driver, uh, Betsy. Mm. Sorry, you're, you're chomping on a an apple. Yeah. What kind is it? A,
7: an apple.
5: What kind of apple is it? Reddish. Well, I mean,
7: I don't know its name. Barney
5: For goodness sakes Are you you chomping on cocks? What is it? Granny Smith? What is it? Cocks I feel sorry for this jogger He's not a jogger I mean look at the state of him
7: Anyone can jog
5: No they can't actually mate And I think you should reconsider that before you say that Anyone can jog. Oh, OK. You can learn so, to jog. Sorry?
1: You can kind of learn to jog and get fit, and then you can jog, and then anyone can.
5: Well, hang on a minute. Well, that, be a, no, but that, that, that's, that means you're starting from a level of not being able to jog.
1: But it's not that you can jog. You just mightn't be very good at it.
5: Well, you just... No, hang on a minute. But you just said people can learn to jog. That implies. Let's work but backwards. I didn't
1: mean it like that. i just said everyone can kind of jog, yeah. and then you get better at it by practising.
5: It's, di- it's difficult, isn't it, when um, all you've got are your words to communicate oh, with. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs>
5: can people jog or not? Yes. Who?
1: Everyone. When? All the time. Now? Yeah.
5: Fair play. She pwned me.
7: She pwned you. This guy's a... shock. you can da- walk, you can jog, basically. That's
5: not true.
7: You can also run.
5: Oh, you really are pushing it now.
7: Walk backwards?
5: Shocked David Cameron was barged into by a jogger yesterday in an appalling security blunder. Bodyguards were escorting the Prime Minister out of a civic hall when dreadlock Dean Farley, 28, clattered into him. This guy then goes on Twitter, as you would. Fair play, if you just knocked over the Prime Minister, you didn't knock him over, he bumped into him. That would be kind of... I'm not saying do it, but that would be a cool claim to fame. So, uh, 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 this jogger, in inverted commas, tweets, So, I'm all over the news as the protester that attacked David Cameron in Leeds. Yeah, if you're called brushing into someone while running then getting assaulted by half a dozen coppers in suits attacking... I blame David Cameron for this. You should always have your... eye. Eye open for joggers and look where the joggers. If the jogger's coming, it's harder for them to slow down.
7: Because Have you seen it? Have you seen the clip? No, mate. He looks like um, the the jogger has actually just ran into him. He's not running straight. He's running across. Right. So, so you're as, as with David me, Cameron. It's David Cameron's fault. Yeah, sure. If you like.
6: There,
10: thanks. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off this morning in Buckingham on the A421. It's closed at the moment between London Road and Ossea Way. It's all due to a, a gas leak that's happened. Some emergency repairs are taking place at the moment, and we are getting reports that are expecting it to be closed for most of the morning rush. The M25 heading anti-clockwise is a lane closed just between junction 19 at Watford and junction 18 for Chorleywood following an accident there, so looking rather slow on camera. Also queuing on the M25 anticlockwise between junction 21 for the M1 and Junction 20 at King's Langley. And in Wood it's looking slow on the Barnet Bypass between Stirling Corner and Mill Hill Circus. And delays of up to about 15 minutes on both London, Midland, and Virgin trains between Milton Keynes Central and Rugby. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you. Uh, Nicola, I've got a very creepy email. Yeah. Can I read it to you? Well, please do. So we've got you doing the travel. We've got Nicola doing the news. Morning, Ian. This is from Mark in Bletchley Towers. Morning, Ian. Ah. Oh. Stalker.
11: No, just a very nice man.
5: Stalker. Morning, Ian. We're lucky today to have two Nicolars on shift. I think, it, yes, shift. One on news and one on travel. Ooh, he loves dear. it. He's prob- yeah, well, that's the thing. He's probably in bed, naked.
11: Oh, don't... Oh, visions.
5: Yeah, visions. <laughs> visions. 647. Calm down, Mark. Tuesday the 28th of October, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay £1,000 to get to school. National Grid is predicting a risk of blackouts this winter due to a lack of spare capacity. And Lloyds Banking Group is expected to announce its cutting jobs and closing branches. 6.47, we'll speak to Dealey in a bit, but before that, let's get the weather.
19: Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
15: BBC Three Counties Radio.
19: Hello there. It's another fine day ahead of us today. We're being thoroughly spoiled. Um, sunny spells staying dry. It does cloud over later on, but probably not until after the sun has gone down, because it goes down so early these days. Um, temperatures hopefully reaching the high teens once more. Um, so that cloud increases ahead of a front that's going to be bringing rain and stronger winds through the night. But temperature-wise, it stays quite mild with lows between 11 and 14 degrees. Tomorrow, though, we've still got some outbreaks of rain, um, some of which are going to be a little heavy. even when it's dry. It's likely to be quite cloudy, so those temperatures take a bit of a hit, only getting to about 15 degrees Celsius, but actually that's pretty normal for this time of year. Now Thursday, they recover once more, back to the high teens, but it's probably going to be quite a cloudy day, perhaps even a little drizzly at times for some of us. Um, Friday looking a bit better with sunny spells, but uh, rain coming through in the evening, and the weekend's looking a bit changeable at the moment. That's your latest forecast.
5: Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. You can have a look at Robbie Williams entertaining his missus while she's in Labour. It's annoyed quite, quite a lot of people. I think fair play to the fella.
20: Have you ever had the urge no? to change the world? Sorry, no.
6: To swap your makeup for a paw print.
4: To bake 50 fabulous fruitcakes. To wash 100 cars. To
6: wear your pants outside your trousers.
10: Any one of these things makes you a fundraising superhero. Proud to do anything in the name of raising money. So go on. Be a hero for BBC Children in Need. Sign up and pledge your allegiance.
6: Go to bbc.co.uk/pudsey. Stayed in bed.
9: Something wrong here There can be no denying One of us is changing
0: So easy.
8: In bedroom.
6: Christmas is not coming
21: Women in underwear Does look nice
5: Oh Ben will you give it a break Who the hell's
12: Jason Orange
0: There'll be good times again For me and you
1: But we just can't stay together Don't you feel it too Still I'm glad For what we have
5: This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Bit of Carole King, Justin. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Hey, her book, her autobiography, is a cracking read. Mm, Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Now, Justin, Mm. there's a bit of controversy. I I was in bed early last night, wasn't feeling very well. I had a long day out with the kids. Uh, took them to see a play on a boat. That's why we're talking about boats. And we, boy, oh boy, the boat's special. Can I just say, the next call, Justin, I'm going to let you stay on the line to hear it. Well, the, the next... only one I've got so far, and yeah. I have been working the streets this
4: morning know, like a have... dog, yeah. um, the only one I've got so far is Brian Harvey. Um, when I asked for further details, he wouldn't give me any more details. He simply walked away.
5: What, Brian? You voxed you've Brian Harvey? No, no. Somebody saw Brian Harvey on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> We've got cracking one in a second. We've got cracking one in a second. But... So I missed all of this last night. I saw a little bit on Twitter. Robbie Williams. Yeah. It's in the paper here. Robbie Williams shared intimate details in a jokey, in jokey Twitter videos as wife, Aida, gave birth to a boy yesterday. They included her suffering a contraction and even doctors about to break her waters. And we've put... Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR, we posted a cracking clip of him singing Candy... Uh, which is a terrible song, to his (laughs) missus, while she's obviously very uncomfortable. right? And he's got a load of flack about this. What are your thoughts? Um, Well, I think when I saw
4: the video yesterday, I thought, what's he doing? What a weirdo. It's really, really cringy." But um, he has made a video since saying, you know, thanks for joining us on our special journey. And we were doing these videos to try and help her because obviously she's going through a lot of stress. But... But the cynic in me says he wants people again to go onto iTunes and download his songs. Anything for publicity. that That's my personal
5: thought. Oh, it a bit wrong. No, mate. He's having a laugh. Is he's, he? He's having a laugh. He's trying to... Listen, I've been next to a woman while she's been uh, giving birth, and it's flipping our work for the bloke. I don't know what it's like for the woman. It's our work for the bloke, because you mm. feel like you've got to do something. Yeah. Uh, and they're so miserable. So you've really got to... I, I think he's, he's having a laugh. He's entertaining her. He's one of the, uh, uh, the greatest entertainers yes. in the world. And he's, she's you, getting a free show. You have just hit the
4: nail on the head. He's entertaining her. That should have been private. Why has that got to be seen in the public? Doesn't need to be done. Keep it to yourselves, guys.
5: Um, uh, yeah. got some comments on Facebook, uh, Twitter. There was no amusing my lady, says David Turners. I just had to shut the flip up. <laughs> Um, Handsome Hackney says I still amuse her now by saying if it was me we'd have had the baby on the Friday, not the Sunday uh, And Victoria says We pretended to be Darth Vader with the gas and air until I had too much and threw up in bed Good one. Can you take it to the streets, Jess? Absolutely, no J- problem Stay there, because it's a boat special Mark's on the line, Mark, where are you? Hi Ian, I'm near Milton Keynes But Where are you specifically?
18: I don't say that because you get certain people <laughs> like to come along the towpath and think you're a publicity... Um... Tourist
5: object. Well, what, what I, well you've, you've hinted at what I'm edging towards, and I can understand your caginess. You are on a boat! Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Woo. boat special. Yes. Within 55 minutes, we get somebody actually on a boat. brilliant. Awesome. yes. Oh, Ma- Shall I add to that for the amusement?
18: I'm a qualified RYA MCA Coastal Skipper, oh, which is Royal know. Yachting Association and Marine Coast Guard Agency. They're the people that do the shipping forecast. So
5: you can drive, uh, boat. you can I'll, legally drive boats. Yeah, across the Atlantic... I uh, um, ...channel. Well, I have, uh, to ask you, I have to ask you the three basically. questions, OK, Mark? First of all... OK. ...who have you seen on a boat?
18: Oh, uh, a long list. Um,
5: Give us the top three.
18: I, top three. Harrison Ford, oh, wow. Timothy West, and oh. Prunella Scale Ladies. ...and oh. the gentleman that plays Poirot. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the gentleman, the gentleman <laughs> oh. that
5: plays Poirot! What a guy! OK, OK, OK. What have you seen from a boat
18: uh of loads I've come up the Thames, yeah, and i I tried the one time I thought, oh, there's got to be an easier way of doing this to try and work out where it, where the entrance is into the canal, so I started c- counting the bridges yeah and lost count, but obviously you see the houses of parliament yeah. who we went under the ta- under tower bridge um just as
5: it was closing which oh. was quite amusing. That, to to that was exciting. The between the, the road. And fi- just, you know. finally, Mark, your boating story, please. What sort of boating story, you? Any darling? boating story you fancy. Um,
18: you've caught me. Oh, I got a minute. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been on boats. I've been living on my boat for over 28 years. Um, Blimey. Do you oh, know I, I know. Yeah, go I on. Know. Here, we go. Um, Here, we go. Here we go. I've delivered two children. One boy and one girl over the years. On your boat? Not on my boat, on the other people's boat. Were they? Were they your <laughs>
5: children, or you just? No, just no, helping no, out? no, no, no. They were other people's. Mark, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it, 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 there's there's your podcast, guys. Wow. There's it, Mark, thank you.
7: Why has he never rang in before?
5: Harrison, oh, that's brilliant. Mark, do call in again. Harrison Ford, oh. the bloke that plays Poirot, and he's delivered two babies on a boat, and he's been underneath Tower up uh, the, the Is it Tower Bridge, the flappy one? He's been under the flappy bridge as it closes. Justin, how can I top this? I've only got Brian Harvey so far. I think we should probably both go home. Should not yeah. we? Well, I think we've peaked. What a great call. Justin, thank you very much. What a cracking call. And it was a great call. Your call doesn't need to be as good as that. I can't imagine Harrison Ford or the bloke that plays Poirot being on boats. I just can't imagine it.
7: It's great. What a, what a great day we're having so far. What? Sorry? What a great day we're having so far. What would far. they be doing on boats? Boating. I suppose
5: so. 08459 four double five five double five. And how did you entertain your lady? She passed a baby... Um, Well, between uh, legs. You know, I don't need to go into the graphic detail. You know what happens. 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Let's get the travel news. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the A421 at the moment it's closed between London Road and Way. It's due to some emergency repairs taking place after a gas leak has happened there. So far the A1M that's looking rather heavy on the sensors around Junction 8 for Stevenage and the M1 starting to build up heading southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and Junction 10 for Luton Airport Spur Road Take a look in Harpenden. It's looking very heavy at the moment on St Albans Road just around Station Road and the M25 heading anti-clockwise. There's a lane closed at the moment just between junction 19 for Watford and junction 18 for Chorleywood, following an accident there and just getting in the normal service has now resumed that was on at both London Midland and Virgin trains between Milton Keynes Central and rugby Nicola Richards BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you Nicola So who have you seen on a boat? What have you seen from a boat and your boating stories? Scott has tweeted I've been on a boat and so have some of my friends. 08459 455 555
6: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks
5: This
15: is BBC Three Counties Radio
0: Good morning, it's 7 o'clock, I'm Nicola Hazler. The headlines, disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay £1,000 to get to school. National Grid is predicting a risk of blackouts this winter and Lloyds Bank is expected to cut jobs and branches. BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may soon have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school or college. The new transport policy comes into force next September and the County Council is hoping that it will save up to £500,000 a year. Sophie Sileria reports.
1: The new policy will affect disabled students aged 16 to 18 who live between 5 and 10 miles from school. Those on a low income will qualify for help with the cost. The council hopes to save half a million pounds through a combination of charging and reducing eligibility for post-16 transport. Its new transport policy also aims to develop disabled students' skills and help them become independent travellers. National Grid is expected to confirm this morning that the risk of blackouts this winter has
0: increased significantly from last year. It's thought the operator of the National Power Network will say that spare capacity has fallen to a seven-year low, but that emergency measures will ensure the lights stay on. That's the feeling of Professor Jim Watson from the UK Energy Research Centre.
17: I think it's, in my view, very unlikely that we will see blackouts in the UK. But what it does mean, this tight situation, is that lots and lots of extra measures are having to be layered on top of an already complicated policy framework. So it really hasn't worked as well as it should have done.
0: Lloyds Banking Group is expected to announce that it's cutting jobs and closing branches as it publishes its latest financial results in a few minutes. Lloyds, which is a quarter owned by the taxpayer, is expected to shift towards automating more of its routine operations, like processing new accounts. Drunken domestic disputes and fights on a Saturday night in Luton were the focus of last night's documentary about the Bedfordshire police force. It was the last episode in the current run of the Channel 4 documentary, 24 Hours in Police Custody. We asked people what they thought of Luton at the weekends.
2: People were just, just throwing up everywhere, fights, uh, fight, um, what else? There's quite a few things, it's just funny, you've got to see it for yourself, it's like a movie. Most nights I just hear people
14: shouting, running across the streets, um, throwing up left, right and centre. It's just terrible,
22: really.
0: It's claimed there's been a rise in the number of unqualified teachers working in Milton Keynes. In the Commons, Labour's Labour's education spokesman Tristram Hunt accused the government of going soft on teaching standards. But the Education Secretary, Nicky Morgan, hit back, accusing Mr Hunt of talking guff.
11: He wants to talk about quality of teachers. He needs to look at outcomes. We have in this school more good and outstanding schools
8: since 2010. He wants to listen to the families who want their teachers, their their students, their children taught. Well,
0: The Met Office says it's on the verge of a step change in predicting Britain's weather. One of the world's most powerful supercomputers is to be installed at its headquarters in Exeter at a cost of £97 million. Here's our science editor, David Shookman.
17: The key measure for supercomputers is speed, and the one ordered for the Met Office will do 16,000 trillion calculations every second. This makes it one of the fastest in the world. It'll handle far more data than the current computer... And this should generate forecasts that reach further into the future and give more detail for local areas. Updates will be possible every hour rather than every six hours as now. But Britain has notoriously fickle weather and the Met Office is often accused of getting it wrong. For example, it forecast a barbecue summer in 2009, which brought heavy rain instead.
0: And the weather today will be dry with sunny spells, feeling unseasonably mild with some warm sunshine this afternoon. A maximum temperature of 19 degrees Celsius, 66 degrees Fahrenheit. More news and sport at 7.30. Nicola? Yes? Did that
5: woman in the government actually use the word guff?
0: Yes, it's in inverted commas she did. That is not me saying that. That was her call.
5: That's the coolest Can we Can you Because it wasn't in that bit You played Is the audio of that Does that exist
0: Uh, I'm sure it exists somewhere Whether I can get my hands on it I'm not sure But I can look
5: Nicola, thank you very much. We'll hunt it down. Today
6: on BBC Three Counties Radio. From nine. The JVS Show. With the big
20: phone in, the hottest topic of the day and your consumer problems. From 12.
2: Nick Coffer. And I'll be opening the doors to our doctor's surgeries. GP Dr. Kedden Bat is here to answer all of your health questions. From three.
6: Roberto Peroni.
2: I'm here with a roundup of the day's news, the latest travel and your stories. From seven. Three Counties Sport. With live commentary from the fourth round of The League Cup As MK Dons Host Sheffield United
6: Today On BBC Three Counties Radio
5: Morning It's Ian Lee BBC Three Counties Radio Busy, busy show So Some disabled uh, Students in Hertfordshire Will have to pay Over £1,000 To get to their school Is that fair? We'll speak to uh, Some people involved And get their sides Of the story Robbie Williams has been blasted for, well, for messing around while his um, missus was, was having a baby. I think it's quite funny. Kelly, we'll have some of the Facebook comments in a minute, please. How did you entertain your lady while she gave birth to a baby? And it's a boat special after I saw a play on a boat and I also saw Paul Weller on a boat. Who have you seen on a boat? What have you seen from a boat? Ah, just your general boat stories. Oh, 08459 four double five five double five Across Beds, Hearts and Bucks This is
15: BBC Three Counties Radio
5: Boyleys, Mama Boyleys not here But Betsy is, morning Betsy Sup Oh, uh, what are they saying on Facebook About uh, Robbie Williams, the pop singer
7: Dave says he's a plum Oh Marie says, divorce, please. I'm not sure if she's his wife. No. Uh, Alex says... Divorce,
5: please? I didn't know he was having a baby with another woman.
7: Alex says, that's enough to put you off childbirth. Lisa says, I would have kicked him in the ghoulies. And Stan said, this should have been a private matter. I wonder why he was filming it.
5: He's a bit of a show-off. That's what he is. First of all, it's a great... How did you entertain your missus? First of all, it's a great thing that he's doing. it. Imagine that. If, If my wife was giving birth... And Robbie Williams came in, came in and did a concert for her for a few hours. We'd love that.
7: Yeah, that would be awesome. I could pop
5: down to the, the, the machine and get a coffee and a bar of chocolate. Wonderful.
7: I've not um, given birth before. Ever? Ever. Okay. And do you need to be entertained?
5: Yeah, it's, it's, it goes on for a long time.
7: But are you kind of occupied? The first
5: one goes on for a long time. The second one just pops out. Oh. second one was 50 minutes. Five zero minutes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. First one, yeah. It's less
7: than a film. Well, you're
5: miserable. You're high on drugs, probably like that bit, youngster. Um, and, it, I mean, yeah, it's hard work and it's very sore down there, I'm told. It's hard for the fella as well. What did you do? I um, played Eva Cassidy on the uh, iPod.
7: Oh.
5: Yeah, I know, it wasn't the greatest. Uh...
7: What about the second one?
5: Nothing. Didn't do anything. I lied to my wife during the second one because I knew they weren't going to give her an epidural because I knew the baby was coming out, and I lied to her and said the nurse has just gone to get the epidural. Because you're lying to me, I said I am not lying to you. They said, you better not be. I was lying to her. Oh, I lied to my wife while my second child was born.
7: But oh. it was a cruel to be kind lie. Yeah, wasn't
5: it? I was just being cruel to be cruel. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five.
7: Across beds, hearts, and bucks.
5: This
6: is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may be forced to pay more than £1,000 to get to school. Harts County Council have decided on the new transport policy plan which will see disabled teenagers charged to ride their school bus if their chosen school isn't the nearest one to them. I'm joined now by Georgie who lives in Royston and up until a year ago was attending sixth form college 15 miles from home. Morning Georgie. Morning. Georgie, explain what your disability is and how it affects you please.
8: Um, So I'm registered as as blind or severely visually impaired and and so I'm not able to drive and, um, you know, I'm not able to see small print and, and things like that, which obviously affect me getting to school. And once I'm there, I need some level of support. I'm able to attend mainstream schools, but I just need the um, equipment or, or the um, things produced so that I am able just to read and get on with my work
5: now this you 've left education now, so this doesn 't affect you but but if this had been brought in last year, it would have affected you wouldn 't it Yes, it would have why did you ju- choose to go to a school that was fifteen miles away i 'm assuming there were some that were closer
8: Yes, there were, but the thing is you although you may be able to attend certain schools due to your disability, you might be able to get around and they might be prepared to to you know just over what they have to be. you want to get to the best. And I went around choosing schools and going in and speaking to the support staff and seeing who were going to give me exactly what I needed, no more, no less. And, you know, it's it's also about whether maybe your friends are going there and, and how good the school is in general. And it shouldn't be that your decision is based... Purely on what's closest, because otherwise, you know, you, you can't go because of money. It should be that you get to choose whatever school you want to go to, just like any other student. Well,
5: uh, yeah, exactly, just like any other student. And, and, and wouldn't any other student be forced to pay this money as well? So well, why should it be different for disabled people?
8: The thing is, when it comes to being a disabled parent especially... A lot of costs uh, are taken into account. You know, my, my family, I'm able to walk around and do all of that, but my family has still had to put in a lot of money. And disability living allowance for, for certain levels is going to be withdrawn. For me in particular, I'm going to have my disability living allowance taken away. Um, I'm not able to drive, so I can't be independent in that sense anyway, and I'm going to keep having to pay whatever prices on trains, on on anything like that that goes up and up and up, I'm going to still have to pay it without the support of disability living allowance. And it is you know, I do understand that other students have to have to pay, but there are a lot of costs incurred when you're a, a disabled child.
5: George, you say that. I want to bring Chris Hayward into the conversation. Chris is the Hertfordshire County Council cabinet member for education. Morning, Chris. Good morning, Ian. Why are you charging disabled children to use school transport?
22: Well this is part of a, a wider national review, um, Hertfordshire have been part of a, what we call a pathfinder for the special educational needs provision um, and one of the things we've got to do is to actually fund um, school to college transport for 16 to 18 year olds at the right level and what we're doing is asking for a contribution, but it is a contribution not exceeding a maximum of 22% of the actual cost, so the actual cost for a, uh, providing transport for disabled young person is over £5,000 five thousand two hundred and ninety two pounds a year. Actually the maximum contribution that we're inviting is three pounds and five pence per journey for those travelling for five. So one thousand one hundred and seventy three pounds a year? Yeah, that's right. That's absolutely right. Um, 22%, as I say. That's a portion yes. of, of what the full cost Chris, is. Chris,
5: I'll, I'll ask the question again, though. Why are you charging disabled students to get to, to their place of education?
22: Well, because we charge students in general, as, as your previous uh, uh, speaker just said. Um, and we, we, we have to make some savings in the county's budget as well. So, I mean, you can't deny that. The, you know, I'm not going to try and hide behind that fact. But what we're trying to do is to do something that is fair uh, to, to young people with disabilities. What do not want to do we're certainly not seeking them out as being exceptions to any rule indeed they are still getting greater benefits and aligned to what we're doing and it's important not to miss this point is a, a a scheme called getting there which actually encourages young people 16 to 18 to actually um can s- start an independent travel with the assistance of, of travel buddies, and organi- an, organ- an organised travel scheme, um, so that they actually get some independence as they move into their adulthood. <coughs> and that's being welcomed, I okay. can tell you, by disabled young people. I'm sure that bit is. I, I'm
5: sure the, the, co- the costs aren't. The, the problem is, isn't it, it is slightly different for, di- for disabled young people, because quite often they do have to travel further, as Georgie was just saying, to, to get the, uh, the, the equipment, the staff, the training that their disability requires. It, it isn't the same as just going to the school that's nearest to them, is it?
22: Yes, Ian, and if there are exceptional circumstances where a, course, a good course cannot be provided in a good college no, uh, under Chris, 10 miles, then we will consider it course.
5: on an individual no, basis. Not yeah. just the course. A... Georgie, explain to Chris why you had to travel 15 miles to your school, why, why it was so different from the school nearest
8: to you. Well, essentially, I, I went around and-, and did go around lots of different schools to see how they were prepared for someone with my disability because it does involve having, you know, being able to supply the right equipment and being able to apply, uh, supply you know a book in large print and and i went and i i had to go around different places and some had never had a visually impaired person there. some would, had had blind people and and hadn't best prepared for them and the one i chose had had a blind student there before um, they knew exactly what i needed they knew how to create it how to give it to me and not they weren't patronising either, it's, it's about how you feel going into a place Chris? Let's
22: let Georgie, let's, let's Chris respond that, yeah, that's what yeah, the difference is isn't I it? I think in Georgie's case, just listening to what she's saying um, it may well be that she would have been assessed as, as a special case because her needs were specific and they couldn't be met from what she's saying um, in, in, in a school or college that were less than 10 miles away but there are many people who are not in Georgie's situation where the needs can be met and can be met well for those students within the 10 miles so So, what we have said is we will assess every case on an individual basis where there is a financial hardship. Um, You know, what we're we're looking for here is only people who can afford to pay this contribution. There's no attempt to try to stop people from going... So, is it means-tested? Who can't afford to do it? Is it means tested? Um, It's effectively means tested. So, anyone, so when we talk about low income families, um, what we talk about are those who would have been in receipt of either pupil premium in going to school or indeed who are on maximum uh, tax credit.
5: Okay, so they won't have to pay anything? No. Okay but, but others just above that, that threshold will have to pay. Do, do you think you're denying uh, disabled people the, 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 uh, the, best qualifi- the best education that they deserve?
22: Absolutely not, Ian, and I would not support any policy which was about to do that or which was set up to do that. What, 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 what we're doing is asking for a modest contribution towards the overall cost of, of, the, of the transport, and I have agreed to review this policy after one year to see the impact and to see where it's working, because what we do not want to find is that young people or their parents are giving up courses because they feel there is um, a a problem of getting something within 10 miles that suits them, or indeed obviously they are not getting, they're not financially able to afford it. So I've agreed I will review this policy in a year's time to see how it's actually impacting upon young people. But all all the research we've done, all the consultation we've done, and we've done it with young people and their parents throughout the summer suggests to us that this will work and it will not prejudice any disabled young person's ability to have a good education 16 to 18.
5: Chris, I appreciate you coming on, putting forward your, your point. There's Chris Haywood Hertfordshire County Council uh, Cabinet Member for Education and the other voice was Georgie who lives in Royston. Your thoughts please 08459 455 555 Travel news for beds,
10: hearts and bugs
11: BBC Three Counties Radio Looking rather heavy at the moment on the sensors on the Great North Road heading southbound, just at the Black Cat's roundabouts. Also the M1 looking very slow on the sensors between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and Junction 9 for Redbourne. Taking a look so far in Ware and Holy Cross Road at the moment is closed between Woodbury Hill and Capple Lane due to some emergency repairs that are taking place there. In Buckingham the a is closed between London Road and Radcliffe Road. This is Due to some emergency repairs taking place to a burst water main. Taking a look at the M25, there's a lane closed at the moment heading anti-clockwise between junction 19 at Watford and junction 18 for Chorleywood following an accident there. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you very much indeed. 717. It's Tuesday, the 28th of October. I'm Ian Lee, These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay over £1,000 to get to school. The National Grid is predicting a risk of blackouts this winter due to a lack of spare capacity. And Lloyds Banking Group is expected to announce its cutting jobs and closing branches. The weather today? Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't got a £100 million computer, so I can't tell you.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: A £100
2: million computer to predict the weather? Are you nuts? It's all about the food. There's going to be stuff flying around everywhere, isn't there? Yeah. We've been very clever with the dishes today because all of the dishes can be adapted for pies. Nick Coffer's Weekend Kitchen. Absolutely delicious, beautifully flavoured, perfect seasoning. Couldn't ask for more in the bowl, really. Flavour's um, getting better, really. That's that's the main difference.
6: Local chef showcasing simple, straightforward dishes you can try at home. On a Sunday afternoon,
3: when you're you know you're a little bit strapped for time and you're hungry, you know, there's no messing about, there's no faffing around. Done. Sweet corn
5: soup. Yeah, really kind of g- great this time of year. Really full in season now.
6: Nick Coffer's Weekend Kitchen, every Sunday morning from 11 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: It's, um... I'm having an argument with someone on Twitter about the blooming Velvet Underground. It turns out, most bands in the... You know, everyone says the 60s, Kelly. Everyone says, in the... oh, the 60s. The 60s were great. The 60s were so great. They weren't. Were you there? No. What?
7: Hmm?
5: Most bands in the 60s were rubbish, okay? Uh, f- quite a few bands had one good song. There are only six or seven bands that were consistently good. Name them The <laughs> Beatles.
7: Yeah. The, be-
5: the Beach Boys. Yeah. The Monkees. Yeah. We're, we're, we're struggling on three.
7: What were the Carpenters? Were they 60s? 70s, mate.
5: Oh. Um, I'll give you the Stones, but I don't like them. Okay. That's four. Thanks. <laughs> How can I think of four bands? The
7: Who.
5: Oh, the... No, The Who were a bit ropey. The Who weren't consistently good in the 60s. It wasn't until the 70s, and even then they are a little bit ropey.
7: I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you're saying 60s was sort of the the era you'd started out making music, and then you got good. The
5: 60s were the 90s of the 60s. Okay, yeah. And, the, 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 you know, we look back with rose tinted, uh, hallucinogenic tinted, um, marijuana tinted glasses. The black and white newsreel makes it look all groovy, man. It wasn't. In fact, I'm going to take the Rolling Stones off. So, there's, in fact, I'm going to take the monkeys off. So, there are only two.
7: Con- Why are you taking the monkeys off?
5: Because they weren't consistent. Uh, this is how honest I'm being. There are only two consistently good bands of the 60s the Beatles. And the Beach Boys, and I'll tell you what I'll give you as well. Even though it's not a band, I'll give you Motown. That's it. Okay. That's it. Everything else was. Yeah, they might have had one or two good songs, but generally it was. Ru- the Hollies, they had three good songs. They were rubbish. Rubbish. The Who, they probably had four good songs in the sixties. What
8: about the King?
5: Sorry. What about the King? They were really hit and miss. The hits were awesome, but the misses were lousy. I mean, real oh, okay. stinkers, absolute clunkers. <laughs> Don't get me started on Jimi Hendrix. He couldn't even play the guitar. Um, oh, look, Mum, I can play the guitar on my teeth and do a wee-wee on it. Well, just play a song, Jimi. I
7: said, look, Mum, I can do this, because she died really young.
5: All oh, right, someone's read a book.
7: About Jimi Hendrix.
5: 08459, and the Velvet Underground were rubbish. Apart from a couple of good songs. Do you
7: know what you should... Be, you, should you know when they have music shows and they have people talking about it? Yeah. You should be one of them. I've done them. Well, all of them.
5: I did a lot of them. They only paid 200 quid, and I was on too many of them, so I, I vowed never to do them again. Oh. quid. It's only ten minutes' work, but still. 08459 455 555. Can you name a band from the 60s that's not the Beach Boys, the Beatles, or Motown, it's a cheat, that were consistently good? You can't do it. Most of them were guff. Look at you thinking. 08459 455 555. <laughs> Call 08459 five 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey, turns out Luton, on a Saturday night, gets a bit boozy and a little bit violent. Who'd have thunk it? And if you hadn't have thunk it, well, it was rammed home on last night's episode of 24 Hours in Police Custody, which was about booze fueled fights on Saturday evenings in Luton. Well, but what's the situation like in other areas of Beds, hearts, and Bucks? You can give us a call and let us know your stories, please. But uh, Trevor Molsey is from Bedford Street Angels. Morning, Trevor. Hello, morning. Uh, You you deal with uh, people every week on the streets of Bedford. What's the situation like there?
17: Well, teams go out uh, on Saturday night. It's not as you might describe it there. Uh, Bedford's a smaller town, 100,000 people against Luton's, what, 200,000? So it isn't uh, police camera type stuff. But there are sometimes, there's sometimes violence. Uh, but usually not. It's very good-humoured, but people do get into trouble. What kind of trouble? Through drinking too much. Yeah. They lose their friends, they lose their mobile, they lose their uh, cards, uh, they can't find their way, they become separated, um, and uh, they're just in a very vulnerable position, both men and women.
5: Uh, uh, street angels, What we've spoken before, but what, what do you do?
17: Uh, Street Angels put out teams, uh, we try to get at least one team out, sometimes two, uh, of three, mixed gender, uh, we're all Christians, we come from ten different churches in the town, and uh, we go out from t- from 10pm 10 a- 10 through to 3am, that's what we ask our volunteers to do, everyone's a volunteer.
5: And do you ever feel threatened, Trevor, do you ever th- kind of feel that things are getting a little bit tense for you?
17: No. Uh, we've been very grateful. Um, the police are well organised on a Saturday night in Bedford, and we've got CCTV watching over the town centre. Uh, they can spot us in our distinctive uh, red jackets with reflective uh, logos on them. And uh, we're well greeted uh, by door staff, uh, by paramedics, by the police themselves, and by young people out on the town.
5: And they welcome... Does anyone ever tell you to jog on?
17: No, um, I think that could be counted on the fingers of one or one hand, probably yeah. over the over the five and a half years that we've been going.
5: Do you think, if, it, if, um... sorry, I've got a bit of a sore throat. That's why I'm sorry at the swallowing Trevor. I do apologise. Do you think that your team could deal with 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 the situation in Luton? Would, would it work in a place like that?
17: Um, there are similar teams in Luton, right. street passers in Luton, and all over the country. Um, there are teams similarly. Uh, we're trained in very simple first aid. Um, we'll listen to people, sometimes people want to talk a lot, um, we'll give them bottled water to help them uh, recover maybe, um, where stilettos of caused blisters or people, uh, girls are walking barefoot, we'll give them uh, flip-flops, um, we'll wait with them until their lift arrives left home, um, and often we'll pray, quite silently, not publicly, we'll pray for God to intervene in the situation.
5: And do they want... I would imagine most of the people out uh, having a booze-up on a Saturday night would um, w- w- would uh, blanch at someone praying for them.
17: Uh, they don't know that we're praying for them. Oh, sne- sneaky are, little secret we prayer. We will do so. Yeah. But we'll just stand there silently Sneaking praying. Sneaking one in. And um, because we believe God loves them, and uh, they're worth it, and we believe they're worth it as well.
5: Trevor, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much indeed. 08459 nine four double five five. When did it become a thing for women to take their shoes off and walk around bare feet? When did that become a thing? Now, quite often, you'll see, after work, women in trainers, because they've worn their smart, painful shoes for work, and then they take them off, and they put the trainers on to get the train, or drive, or whatever, that's fine. But men do it as well, now. Men have started Men have started taking off their uncomfortable work shoes and putting on... Tra- well, that's just crazy, isn't it? And then the thing of boozy women walking around barefoot... That's outrageous. 08459 455 555 is the uh, telephone. Lots to talk about today. It's a boat special. I saw Paul Weller on a boat yesterday. He was on a barge. I know where his barge is moored. If you want to go and have a little look. um, I shan't tell you uh, unless unless you uh, give us cash. Uh, So who have you seen on a boat? What have you seen from a boat? And, ah, just your boating stories. And also, this, um, these videos of, of Robbie Williams. I don't really like Robbie Williams. I quite like Robbie Williams now as a result of these videos. Star live tweets, wife's labour. Robbie Williams shared intimate details in a jokey Twitter videos as wife Ada gave birth to a boy yesterday. They included her suffering a contraction and even doctors about to break her waters. He declared beside a clip of Ada panting in pain I'm doing great. I don't see a price. It's just a bit of fun. What did you do to entertain your wife or your girlfriend, you sinners, when uh, she was in labour? And what do you think of Robbie Williams? Uh, plum or 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 um, plum or pear? No, <coughs> plum or uh, um, uh, Wally or weird? Um, oh. good or bad? Hero or villain? What have you got for us, girls? <laughs>
7: Catchy. Jay, the bus driver, mate. has texted us. He says the Bee Gees were a great group in the 60s. No,
5: they weren't consistent. Their albums were terrible.
7: He says Beach Boys were good. Not that I was around in the 60s. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Uh, he also says the 80s were better than the 60s. And Scott on the M1 said Shady Wady. I'm guessing he means Shwaddy Wady.
5: <laughs> yeah, but they were 70s. So that doesn't work. <laughs> 08459 oh, five, 455 555 five, five. V. Mm. Can we find... I don't know if I'm going to last the whole week, Kelly, just to flag that up. Sick note. Yeah?
7: Is this what you're doing? I'm
5: doing a sick note. I'm flagging up I might be poorly for the... Well, I'm poorly now.
7: You might get better. I might not. This might, show might... I might get worse. Fix you.
5: It might not. I'm getting mm. a headache and I'm feeling dizzy.
7: Have you got any medicine?
5: Uh, I've got that. Take one mm, of them a day. Yeah? Yep. Yeah.
7: Good. Does uh, it help?
5: Um, let's try it. Good morning. Helping me feel yeah. much better, yeah. What about this? That's not helping, that's making me feel bad. What are we talking about?
7: Um, I would like to say something during the news. I winded a grown man.
10: Thank you very much indeed. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off this morning in Buckingham and the A421 is closed between London Road and Radcliffe Road. This is all due to a gas leak that's happened so emergency repairs are taking place. We're expecting that to last throughout the morning rush. The M1 heading southbound is very heavy moving on the sensors this morning between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and Junction 9 for Redbourne. And the M25 heading anti-clockwise is queuing following an accident that happened a little earlier on this morning between Junction 19 for Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. So far taking a look in where and Holly Cross Road is closed between Woodbury Hill and Capel Lane. It's all due to some emergency repairs that are taking place there. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
10: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
11: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: 7.30.
0: Good morning with the headlines. I'm Nicola Hazler. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may soon have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school or college. The new transport policy comes into force next September and the County Council is hoping that it will save up to £500,000 a year. Lloyds Banking Group has confirmed that it's cutting 9,000 jobs over the next three years and shutting 150 branches. The bank, which is partly state-owned, also said it was setting aside £900 million to cover compensation claims for payment protection insurance. National Grid is expected to confirm this morning that the risk of blackouts this winter has increased significantly from last year. The operator of the National Power Network will say that spare capacity has fallen to a seven-year low. A woman who has terminal cancer is having to be transported between Milton Keynes and Northampton Hospitals every Friday. Jane Ellis has to undergo the trip because ear, nose and throat consultants don't work at MK Hospital at the weekend. And a British man who saved more than 600 Jewish children from the Nazis during the Second World War will receive the Czech Republic's highest state honour today. Sir Nicholas Winton, who's 105, arranged for trains to take the children out of occupied Czechoslovakia to be looked after by foster families in London.
15: Three County Sports
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. In the Premier League, Queen's Park Rangers are off the foot of the table and up to 19th after they beat Aston Villa 2-0 at Loftus Road. As for Villa, they've struggled for goals recently and manager Paul Lambert says it's going to take time before strike and striker Christian Benteke is back to full fitness following a prolonged injury layoff.
12: these injury he had was really, really severe and as I said, that's only his second game in maybe six months or so. It's a long, long time to be out and he may have to wait about six, seven games before he really gets up to speed. There's signs here. There's little signs here that I think he's he's getting now.
0: MK Dons play Sheffield United in the fourth round of the League Cup this evening with no fresh injury problems. Carl McFadden will return after a head injury kept him out on Saturday and Dean Bowditch will be fit to play after recovering from a groin problem. Tonight's game is a chance to progress to the quarter final of the competition for the first time in the club's history. Manager Kyle Robinson feels his side is ready.
16: We're very uh, aware of the enormity of the challenge. He's a very, very good Sheffield United team. But we also are aware of what the prize in store is. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. But Sheffield United will be in exactly the same boat. They'll feel like they can come to Stadium MK and put a performance on and win.
0: The sports minister, Helen Grant, believes sport needs to engage in the battle for gender balance and fairness, after a BBC study into prize money found that 30% of sports reward men more highly than women. However, Grant acknowledges that changes won't happen straight away. There is a gap.
19: It needs to be closed, but it's not going to happen overnight. But we do know that women's sport is very exciting. We know it can draw really big audiences, but we need more media coverage and more commercial
0: investment. That's your news and sport. There's more online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Call 08459
6: 455 555.
5: BBC Three Counties. Morning! Busy show this morning. Well, it's a boat special after I saw a, a puppet show on a boat, a barge. Not a proper boat. Uh, well, it was a barge. I don't know. Would you class a barge as a boat, Kelly? Sure. Okay. Uh, but also next to that boat was at barge, was another boat barge, barge. Uh, and on that was Paul Weller. Ooh. Oh. Thank you. What is wrong, Kelly? Are you in a bad mood or something? I am not in a bad mood. I'm just asking. Ben, how are you doing over there? What's uh, what's um, making you excited at the moment? Women in underwear does look nice. Yeah, I know it does, mate, but can you just give it a break? Who have you seen on a boat? What have you seen from a boat and your boating stories? Robbie Williams uh, tweeting pictures and videos of his wife giving birth and of, of him being a bit of a plum and showing off. I think it's brilliant. How could you be knocking Robbie? I don't really like Robbie. I think this is great. And this is what she married him for. Are they married? Yes. Good. This is what she married him for. How did you entertain your lady as she passed a baby? 08459 four double five five double five. And let's be honest, there were, there were not very many consistently good bands in the si- There were some good bands. The Hollies were a good band. They had about five good songs. Brilliant. That's a great hit rate.
7: What about the Searchers? <laughs> when were they?
5: Name a Searchers song. Uh.
7: uh.
5: There's your consistency.
7: They did did do some stuff.
5: Yeah, there's your consistency. Sneakers. There were two good consistent bands. The Beatles, the Beach Boys... And I'm going to put Motown in, just because I don't want to sound too miserable. 08459 555. What were
7: the instrumental bands?
5: The Shadows. That's them. Well, yeah, exactly. Why are you even talking about them? Ben's in Buckingham. Morning, Ben. Morning, Ian. How you doing, fella? All right, thank you. What you got for us today? Women yeah. in underwear does look nice. I know, Ben, that was yesterday's show. What have you got yeah. for us today, please? Women in underwear does look nice. Ben, I know, but I just want to know, we're talking about music. What would you like to say about it?
21: Women in underwear does look
5: nice. Ben! Women in underwear look nice. Ben, focus. What would you like to say today? Women in underwear does look nice. Giving you one more chance, Ben. What do you want to say today? About um, Robbie Williams. Oh, you were cutting it fine there, fella. (laughs) You were cutting it fine there. Go on, what about Robbie Williams?
21: I don't see why there's such a fuss about what he's done. Because it only shows he's got a nice, human, soft side.
5: He's got a nice, human, soft side. He's there. His missus is going through what is a very traumatic um, thing. You wouldn't like it, Ben. She's probably got her underwear off. She'd have to, to, to have the baby. Otherwise, it bounces back, apparently. Uh, sh- she is going through a very traumatic, painful, stressful... bit. He's entertaining her. Yep. He's singing to her. He's dancing for her. He's taking pictures of her. He's being a wonderful, romantic, loving husband. Wouldn't we all like one of them? <laughs> Yep Yeah, you like a loving, romantic husband? Mm, yeah Would you? Husband? A wife There we go, Ben, there we go, that's it, that's it, he's good uh, Have you ever fathered a child? Uh, I've got two Have you? Yeah <laughs> Flipping heck, that's a <laughs> surprise What, what flavour are they? <laughs> They're both daughters They're both, so they would be girls Yeah How old are they, Ben? One's nine and the other one's eight. Blimey, that's fantastic. Were you there when they were born? Yep. And what did you do? Did you sing candy? It hadn't been written then, had it? Did you, what did you do to entertain her? Well, I was sitting there and, and basically my partner was
21: holding my hand and oh. it was quite painful. What, for you? Yeah. She
5: was squeezing the hand, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, Ben, listen, there's life's great big roller coaster. You get as, as um, the great philosopher... Um, said, y- life is a roller coaster. You've just got to ride it, haven't you, Ben? Yeah. I think it was Plato that said that. Yeah, Ben, a quick one. Yeah, go on, mate. About the bands in the 60s.
21: I yeah. I think they were in the 60s. What about Cream?
5: No, they were rubbish. And I and I know, no disrespect to Jack Bruce, who's passed. He was a great yeah. bass player. But they were rubbish. Uh, the White Room was good. And I think they did a song called Badge that was excellent. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it was rubbish. It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. And, Ben, what are you going to be doing today? Women in underwear. Oh, look nice. goodness sakes, man. Give it a break. Dennis. Good morning. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning. Good morning. I was surprised that Ben's got kids. I don't know why. Why? Hmm? You're it, surprised he's got kids? Yes. They're too easy
18: to conceive. Well, Sorry. I said, children are very easy to conceive. <laughs> all
5: right, bitter old man.
18: I'm not. <laughs> you're a very bitter no, old man. No, I'm not. I've got three great sons. Yeah, I've exactly. grandsons and all the rest. Well,
5: exactly. You can't, you can't, hang on, you're not having a pop at Ben, though, are you? No. Well.
18: But you talk about um, seeing ladies give birth. Yes. Sir. I came from an era when that was definitely not done.
5: Isn't that funny?
18: No, it isn't. Oh. It, it wasn't done in those days. It was not done. Oh. My wife was having giving a birth I was making a cup of tea
5: Blimey But did you not want to be with the woman that you love While she was going through something painful No or- listen it was bad enough conceiving it in the first place Ladies and gentlemen, ladies gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed 08459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want Kelly Betts has got Facebook on Hello Yep
7: uh this is about robbie williams doing a song and literally a song and dance while his wife's giving birth yeah and he says uh he's obviously missing lack of self-attention for robbie dot 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 idiot yeah
5: um
7: well, who's the other one i, I don't it. know mate uh, uh, no wait there's another one i well, just saw yeah I, 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 oh there we go yes. denise omg i'm oh uh, all for a bit of light-hearted fun and having a laugh and a joke But, in capital letters, whilst the poor woman is actually having a contraction, hardly helping her to focus on pushing his daughter or son into the world, is he?
5: Very contrary, says. My husband prepared for birth by having Skyfall downloaded on his charged iPad. He then watched it in between naps. He said he was trying to keep out of the way. Wonderful. And on the subject of 60s bands, Ellen says these are consistent. Wrong, 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 wrong. The Rolling Stones, Wrong. The Kinks, so inconsistent. The Who, a little bit more consistent, but still a bit ropey from time to time. The Mersey Beats, you're having a laugh, unless you're speaking of the genre of the Mersey Beat. Um, What did the Mersey Beats sing?
7: Oh, they did... um, Oh, what was the song... Who sang Friday on My Mind? Was That 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 was was the Easy Beats. Beats. They were good.
5: They were inconsistent, though. The Mersey Beats did a very famous song. What was the Mersey Beats song? 08459, 4555. Also says Simon and Garfunkel. Hmm. Uh, let me think about those, Ellen. I might include Simon and Garf. I'm not going to include, include Pink Floyd, Jimi Hendrix, the Jefferson Jefferson Airplane. You're having a laugh. White rabbits, get out of here. Get Sandra out of it. From
7: Bedford, spells her name with a Z. E. She says that the Specials are great.
5: Yeah, they were seventies, eighties.
7: And there's still a lot of Scar bands going today. Like the Moody, uh, the Moody Blues are amazing. Right, hang on a minute. And how can you say Hendrix couldn't play? Right,
5: hang on a second. Right, Scar was seventies, late seventies, early eighties. The Moody Blues are not Scar. And how can I say Jimmy Hendrix can't play? Because do you know what? He's rubbish. Um, He sucks on a fat one. That's partly why he's so rubbish, because he was so high all the time, man. Look, Woodstock, I'm going to steal Pete Townsend's guitar-smashing act, and I'm going to go on before him and steal his thunder. That's not a nice thing to do, to steal a really innovative rock act and then play guitar with your teeth. And play it back. Yeah, the wind cries. Mary, do George You're oh, saying it and looking at me like it was me. What
1: uh, it
5: you got your, your tongue up uh, Hendrix fretboard. Rubbish, Claire.
1: Andy in Northampton just said status quo.
5: Why did he say that?
1: They're not 60s, are well, they? Well,
5: they were a little bit 60s. Were they? Yeah, they did. Wow, um, they're old. They are old. They're, they're doing, um, they're, they're 30 years behind the times. In They are now releasing an unplugged. Album, <laughs> they, they were rubbish in the 60s. What did they do with the with matchstick men?
7: Was that, that the quote? A great song, yeah. That's the quote. I
5: don't think it was the quote,
7: yeah. It is pictures of matchstick men. Was that
5: the quote, yes, really? Yes, they also did another one that went, um,
2: is it that, that? Is
5: that, isn't it? And he painted, yeah, that's easy right, actually. Yeah, <laughs> was that them? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yes. I'm not convinced. Why? Uh, no, what the, was the Mersey Beats thing I think of you? No, know, Mersey Beats had a really big hit. They had a massive hit. It was well, a really famous song. I think it was a cover, It's probably a cover of a Beatles song. Um, No, most bands in the city. everyone goes, oh, oh, I'll get the time machine, I'll go back to the 60s. No, don't bother. They had outside toilets in the 60s.
1: Would you call the
7: 60s the era of one-hit wonders, then?
5: Oh, (gasps) clear. No.
7: Okay. Oh wait four
5: five nine <laughs> four double five five double five. They had out. I'm old enough, guys, to have used out. My grandparents had outside toilets. They were flipping disgusting. Spiders the size oh. of a baby's face. <laughs> it was cold. We didn't even have toilet paper then. You had to use uh, the sleeve of your jacket and
7: your imagination.
5: We're on this boat, this barge, yesterday, right? And just before the show you starts, you on
7: a barge yesterday? Yeah, my you boys mentioned
5: no. This. Uh, my boy says, oh, "I need, need to do a poo." Oh, we're on a barge. I don't know if they've got. Have you got a toilet? Yeah, it's through there. Really horrible, tiny, cramped toilet. So the eldest wants to do a poo. All right, and he does it. Fair play, does it quickly, and then the youngest wants to do one, and the show's about to start, and he re- he's taking his time. And oh, and it was such a tight. Ty- it really. I, the smell was so unpleasant.
7: Why are you saying this?
5: I don't actually know.
7: Stephen Hemmel's texted in. Yeah, go on. The Seekers are appearing in London. Oh, were appearing in London earlier this year.
5: The Small Faces, great singles band, very inconsistent. The Kinks, no. The Stones, no. Cream, no. The Who, no. Jimi Hendrix, no. Mamas and Papas, very inconsistent, the Mamas and Papas. Very inconsistent. And that's the thing. The Beatles were consistent. The Beach Boys were consistent. Motown was consistent. 08459 four double five five double five is the telephone number.
7: What 's the text number
5: i don't i don't really like Texas. eight
7: one three double three start your message with three Yeah, we 're getting quite a lot in actually oh and
5: that, I love Texas what have we got
7: well i 've said them all
5: oh well i 'm not such a big fan of Texas. I prefer it when they call in
7: I like it when they I like to have a little chat
5: here we go here 's a picture of uh, a, a baby dressed up as Elvis Presley so the story is baby has hair that 's the story baby has hair rock around the cot. The baby born with a big quiff like Elvis. No, 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 no. The baby's been born with hair, and guess what? The parents styled it into a quiff. Little heartbreaker George Georgios, which is Greek for George, so his name is George George, has his mother all shook up. Because at ten weeks old, his hair looks just like Elvis Presley's. Adorable... There's, there's a really inconsistent artist. Adorable George was even born with an Elvis-style quiff. He doesn't look, like, does look like Elvis Presley. Who does he look like there, Kels?
7: He looks like the other guy who looked a bit like Elvis, but... No. He looked like Shakin' Stevens. No. That's who he looks like. He looks
5: like David Jason, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He looks exactly like David Jason, who it turns out looks like Shakin' Stevens. <laughs> now it's grown into a bouncing head of hair, and like the king of rock and roll, he also has long black sideburns. No, he doesn't. Right, the the dad's Greek, I'm guessing the mum's Greek, so they're going to be quite swarthy anyway, right? They're very hairy, the Greeks. Trust me, I'm married to one. He's not got sideburns. They've just brushed his hair down. He's got Jan Harvey sideburns. Those people old enough to remember Howard's Way will know exactly what I'm talking about.
7: I like it when people dress up a baby. Like when there's a little baby that looks like a a really old man. That's cute. Thank you for that.
11: Starting off on the M1 heading southbound, very slow moving on the sensors at the moment between Junction 10 for Luton Airport Spur Road and Junction 9 for Redbourne. Taking a look so far at the M25, it's queuing following an accident. It's setting clockwise just between Junction 19 at Watford and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. So far in Kings Langley, the A41's looking rather heavy heading southbound, um, just at Junction 20 for Kings Langley. And so far taking a look at the trains, delays on London Midland between London New Euston and Tring, also between London, Euston and Northampton. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey, Nicola, thank you very much.
5: 746. It's Tuesday the 28th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay over £1,000 to get to school. Lloyds Bank has confirmed it's cutting 9,000 jobs over the next three years. And the National Grid is predicting a risk of blackouts this winter due to a lack of spare capacity. Coming up, well, we'll take some more of your calls and an interesting story about uh, a woman... Uh, uh, well, we'll find out more as we carry on. Let's get the weather with Georgina. <laughs>
19: Hello there. Well, a lovely lovely day ahead of us today. Lots of sunny spells staying dry too. There will be a southerly wind, but uh, certainly not going to spoil a day where we've got temperatures up to the high teens again. Now, a cloud's over, but probably not until the sun goes down, so that's ahead of a front that's going to bring us some rain and some stronger winds too, but temperature wise, not too bad with lows between 11 and 14 degrees. And we've got outbreaks of rain for tomorrow, some heavy bursts within that. Um, there will be some areas drier than others and some drier spells too um, but it's going to be a cloudy day generally with highs of 15 degrees celsius thursday though those temperatures recover a cloudy day perhaps some drizzle around friday looking much better though with sunny spells until we get to the evening when we have more rain on the way and it's looking fairly changeable for the weekend too that's your latest forecast Every weekday morning,
14: local opinions. Well, I think it's a very difficult uh, proposition. You really cannot
8: allow your heart to rule your head.
14: Local stories. I wanted to call my house Hardcore Mansions.
15: They refused that on two separate occasions.
8: I wasn't leaving the house through the fear as to
0: what I would find when I came back.
13: Local life. I bought a car within three months.
22: It's rusty. They said that the deposit would be forthcoming. It wasn't.
6: The JVS Show. Weekdays from 9 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bucks.
10: This
5: is Ian Lee.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: David's in Hemel. Morning, David. Good morning, Ian. What you got for us? Well, just talking about the 60s groups in yes. general... Most of them were rubbish, weren't they? Well... There was a lot of rubbish out there, but there yeah. was some really good stuff out there as well. Go, go, name uh, me some consistent bands. Not well, ones that had two or three good, good songs, but they were consistently good.
13: Well, I'll tell you something about the Beatles first, if I may. Please do. The Beatles were, were a fantastic band. There's no getting away from that. Yeah. They were inconsistently, for a good number of years, early in their 60s, um, they were, what stood them out amongst the others yeah. was they were prolific songwriters. Yeah.
5: There are three bad uh, three bad Beatles songs. Yeah. That's it. There are only three bad songs they did. No, they I'm referring to their instruments. They were prolific
13: songwriters as I've already said. Yeah. I'm referring to them playing their instruments. Oh,
5: they were a little bit ropey, but they they had, they had spunk. They the, the Beatles. That, that, they had spunk. They, oh, they were they were full of, of vigour. Oh,
13: and but the, also the other band that, that I would, would stand out amongst that lot would be Jerry and the Pacemakers.
5: Oh no, no! I'll tell you what they I made David, three number one records straight after one of the, one off the other. Their albums are terrible, and I the went Beatles and didn't didn't do that. I went and saw Jerry and the Pacemakers uh, about a few months ago. I took my okay. mum to see them. Right? Okay. It was it was rubbish because really? he was pla- he was playing um, he, he played the wind beneath my wings <laughs> and he was playing stuff. I think you got if you've got a, a, a good enough back catalog, you should be able to sustain a 90 minute concert without doing weird covers. True, very true. David, thank you very much indeed. Yeah, the Beatles were lousy instrumentalists. don't make them a bad band. three bad Beatles songs. Can you name them? Oh wait four, five, nine, four, double five, five double five. <laughs>
6: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is Ian Lee.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Now here's a story. A woman who has terminal cancer is being ferried up and down the M1 every weekend. Jane Ellis is having to endure the trip between Milton Keynes and Northampton hospitals on Friday nights because, because, because... Milton Keynes Hospital doesn't have the ability to treat her at the weekend. Let me just say that again... Milton Keynes Hospital doesn't have the ability to treat her at the weekend. Jane's son in law, Stephen Whitten, joins me now. Morning, Stephen. Yeah. Good morning, Ian. Uh, if, if I ask anything that's too personal, uh, tell me to jog on and I won't be offended. I don't, I will. Uh, d- so, so uh, d- d- tell me about Jane. What? What? Wh- where is her cancer? And and, and how long has she uh, she had it and known about it?
13: Okay. Well, so, sorry. Slight correction. It's Jean.
5: Jean oh, yeah. I d- I'm so I'm sorry. sorry I am. So, that's that's a terrible <laughs> mistake to make, and uh, I apologise, Stephen. Thank you, Jean. Now,
13: um, well, she was diagnosed with cancer around about mid-August. Um, she knew she had COPD, which is breathing disorder. Um, just. Slightly before that, um, they found that she had a, a cancerous lump in her throat. Um, she was immediately given a tracheostomy, um, and then they decided that she needed to go to Northampton to be admitted in there for, for proper care because that's a that's a specialist ENT unit. Um, I would just say at this point that the nursing care in both hospitals is just amazing. Those guys and girls in there are fantastic in, in both hospitals. Um, so there's no criticism on, on in that respect whatsoever. Um, but when they realised that Jean was unfortunately in a situation where the cancer was inoperable um, and it can't be cured, they, uh, they then went into the process of, of discharging Jean from Northampton. Um, all the equipment and everything was put in place for her to be at home. Um, she went home, but unfortunately within five days she became very ill again. Mm. Um, we had a bit of an emergency and she ended up being admitted back into Milton Keynes uh, because we live in Milton Keynes, obviously. And um, again, she she ended up in the unit in, in Milton Keynes, but as soon as the weekend come round, um, because apparently I found out they had this system um, called Hub and Spoke, I believe, where Northampton Hospital is, is the hub for... Uh, ENT specialism in the area and Milton Keynes is is a spoke hospital um, which means that effectively in layman's terms at the weekend uh, Milton Keynes ENT department kind of closes down and any inpatients that are there for any ENT related things have to be ferried uh, to Northampton.
5: So how does it work then? What what, what time does how does it work? What time is she ferried out? Oh well that's that's another that that was the reason
13: for um, sort of getting but blowing this out of, out of uh, you know into the public domain really because that varies i mean again you're just you're at the behest of the of organizing transport of the two hospitals talking to each other uh on friday just gone there was a situation where northampton didn't actually have any beds um and then the transport that arrived and bear in mind jean has got a tracheostomy mm. um as had another patient that was in the ward with her uh, now, that means that when you're transporting very tender, delicate patients like that, um, they need an emergency ambulance and a, and a trained paramedic crew. Um, and the transport that arrived was just a basic passenger uh, patient transport. Right.
5: Um, so no good for
14: her
13: at all. No. So the sister and I both at that point said, no way, that that lady is not going all the way to Northampton on that. Um, you know, should there be a problem with traffic or whatever, this, that vehicle's got no ability to blue light through traffic. Um, you know, if necessary. So she waited, and she was eventually picked up at 8 o'clock on Friday night. Um, but then, because there was still no bed, she ended oh. up spending the next four hours in A&E oh, in dear. Northampton before being admitted onto the ward.
5: What it, effect is this having on her, Stephen?
13: Um, well, she, she's quite dazed and confused. Mm. Um, she she just, just hates being ferried backwards and forwards. She's, yeah, I um, You know, she's at a time where she should be settled and you know, enjoying the the time she's got with the family around her, um, she's quite upbeat and and reasonably healthy at the moment. Um, but you know, we just don't know how long that's going to last. And, and this added pressure of up and down there every weekend, you know, if Northampton is the best place for her to be, then l- let's
5: put her in Northampton. And would that be okay for you? Because obviously you live in Milton Keynes, but you would be happy if she stayed in Northampton. Uh,
13: well, I mean. Preferably, her wishes are that she wants to be at home, right? Um, which is in Milton Keynes, and, and clearly from the family point of view, that, that would be the best option. Um, but you know, what we're thinking about is, is the care mm. for Jean and you know where she's going to get the best care. We, we've got another meeting at the hospital today because what's been identified in the last couple of uh, days has been that there's, there's even you know, very big differences in terms of nursing practice around tracheostomy patients, palliative care patients. Um, so, you know, we I have to be honest and say we've, we've probably got more trust in Milton Keynes Hospital, um,
5: particularly around the nursing care. Stephen, listen, I appreciate you telling us that. Uh, I'm so sorry for getting Jean's name wrong. Do, do send uh, our okay. best on, and, and, and thank you very much. We asked Milton Keynes Hospital if someone would like to talk to us about this. No one was available. They sent us a statement that's very, very long. Basically, it says we appreciate that for inpatients who are with us for more than a few days. This can be very disruptive. We do dis- uh, strive to keep this disruption to a minimum.
6: Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Richard, how did you entertain your missus while she was giving birth? Um, well, as you know, is uh, quite a drawn-out process yeah. and um, I keep
18: myself entertained on the way to work every day by listening to Three Counties. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'd stick Three Counties radio on while she was at a lesson, Yeah.
5: Uh, well, well, this is so we're talking about the the, the the labour, aren't we? Not the conception. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> and sh- was she happy with that? Not really. I think it
18: lasted about five minutes until she told me, um, in not so many words, to uh, turn
5: it off. Oh, she was. And who was? I've got to ask Richard. Who was on when when um, she was pushing one out? <laughs> I can't remember. It
18: was either you or JVS, but I think we'll, we'll say JVS. And yeah. then when, when I call
5: up JVS, I'll say I'll you. I can't. I can't think of anything worse than listening to him having a go at Nadine Doris while you, you, someone's trying to have a baby. Put you right off, <laughs> wouldn't it? I think it was JVS to be honest, because I think you mentioned the fact that he had a really annoying voice. <laughs> oh, right, uh, Richard. Thank you for much. Nice, his voice is a, is a wonderful voice. But um, would you want to listen to that when you're when you're um, having a baby, ladies? You want something kind of soothing and calming, don't you? You want you want um, well, you want Nick. You want Nick Coffer. That's the only p- presenter I can think he would do that. You don't want you don't want me shouting away like an idiot. You don't want JVS being all stern and um, having a go at. Companies and the Dean Doris do you? you don't want that 08459 555 is the telephone number What did you do To entertain your partner when uh, she was giving birth I, I don't understand, we'll, we'll go to the Facebook page Again in a bit and um, Get some uh, of the comments on what uh, Robbie Williams, he was, he was messing around He was being a bit of an idiot But that's, surely if you marry Robbie Williams, that's what you expect Isn't it? We're also asking, who have you seen on a boat? Um... Paul Sc- oh, political reporter Paul Scorins is joining in on Twitter. I saw Mike Gatting on a log flume once. Sorry? Who? Mike Gatting. Who? Mike Gatting. Who? Mike Gatting.
7: Who's that?
5: It was Mike Gatting. What does he do? He did cricket. Oh. Yeah, I know. Travel news for beds,
10: cards and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking rather slow at the moment on the A1 heading southbound between the Great North Road and the Black Cat Roundabout on the speed sensors this morning. The M1's looking heavy heading southbound between Junction 10 at Fluton Airport Spur Road and Junction 9 at Redbourne. In Kings Langley, it's looking very heavy at the moment um, on the sensors on the A41 heading southbound just around Junction 20 for the M25. So far, taking a look at the A10, that's queuing heading southbound between the Great Cambridge Road and Junction 25 for Enfield and so far taking a look at the M25 heading anti-clockwise that's queuing between 18 and Chorleywood and Junction 16 for the M40 possible delays at the moment on London Midland in and out of London Euston Um, this is all due to a signal failure Nicola Richards BBC Three Counties Radio
5: Thank you Nicola So can you name any bands that were consistently good in the 60s that weren't the Beatles and the Beach Boys You can't, oh, and the Beatles, they only recorded three bad songs. But what were the songs?
6: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is
15: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Good morning, it's 8 o'clock. I'm Nicola Hazler. The headlines disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay £1,000 to get to school. Lloyds Bank has announced it's cutting 9,000 jobs, and a woman with terminal cancer is being transported between two hospitals every Friday. BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may soon have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school or college. The new transport policy comes into force next September, and the County Council is hoping that it will save up to £500,000 a year. The plan will see disabled teenagers charged to ride their school bus if their chosen school isn't the nearest one to them. Georgie lives in Royston and attended Sixth sixth Form College 15 miles from home.
8: I'm going to have my disability living allowance taken away. Um, I'm not able to drive, so I can't be independent in that sense anyway. And I'm going to keep having to pay whatever prices on trains, on, on anything like that that goes up and up and up, I'm going to still have to pay it without the support of disability living allowance.
0: Lloyds Banking Group has confirmed that it's cutting 9,000 jobs over the next three years and shutting 150 branches. The bank, which is partly state-owned, also said it was setting aside £900 million to cover compensation claims for payment protection insurance. Our business editor, Kamal Ahmed, said the moves reflect the changing face of banking.
15: Branches were built for an era before the internet. There are a lot of counter staff where they may not need them any longer. They want to have different types of skills in their business. But, of course, this is always a shock to uh, any organisation which employs um, 85,000 people in the UK. 9,000 jobs going over the next three years is clearly going to be difficult for those staff that are losing their jobs. But it is all about the changing high street and the changing way that banks have to operate.
0: A woman who has terminal cancer is having to be transported between Milton Keynes and Northampton hospitals every Friday. 78-year-old Jean Ellis has to undergo the trip because ear, nose and throat consultants don't work at MK Hospital at the weekend. The nurses needed to take care, care of her at home aren't currently available. The charity Mind has accused local authorities in England of spending close to nothing on preventing mental health problems. The organisation has obtained figures under the Freedom of Information Act, as its senior policy officer Helen Undy explained.
11: One in four of us will experience a mental health problem in any year, and we know that that costs the economy over £105 billion. So to spend less than 1.4% of the budget that's allocated for preventing health problems on mental health is completely
0: unacceptable. A British man who rescued more than 600 Jewish children from the Nazis will receive the Czech Republic's highest state honour today. Sir Nicholas Winton arranged for children to be taken by train from occupied Czechoslovakia to foster families in London. The Met Office says it's on the verge of a step change in predicting Britain's weather. One of the world's most powerful supercomputers is to be installed at its headquarters in Exeter at a cost of £97 million. And the weather today will be dry with sunny spells feeling unseasonably mild with some warm sunshine this afternoon. A maximum temperature of 19 degrees Celsius, 66 degrees Fahrenheit. More news in half an hour.
6: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio From Nine The JVS Show With
20: the big phone in The hottest topic of the day And your consumer problems From Twelve Nick Coffer And I'll be opening the doors to our doctor's
2: surgeries GP Dr. Kedden Bat is here to answer all of your health questions From Three
6: Roberto Peroni
2: I'm here with a roundup of the day's news The latest travel and your stories From Seven Three Counties Sport With live commentary from the fourth round of the League Cup As MK Dons host. Sheffield United.
6: Today on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Yes, 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 yes. There's only another hour of this nonsense left. Then it's back to the cough medicine. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy show this morning, so Hart's County Council will be asking disabled teenagers to pay to get to their schools. Is that fair? They're also asking, who have you seen on a boat? What have you seen from a boat and your boat stories? How did you entertain your partner? I hate that word. When they were giving birth. But the thing that's really caught your imagination is this very simple, factual statement. Most of the bands in the 60s were rubbish. There were only three consistent 60s bands. And I'm, I'm cheating slightly. The Beatles, the Beach Boys, and Motown. I know it's not a band. And as a little side game, the Beatles only did three rubbish songs. What were they? 08 459 455 555. Across
6: beds, hearts and
5: bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Back to the boating theme and Tom in Milton Keynes. Good morning, Tom. Hello. What have you got for us, boss?
18: Well, now just uh, I sent a text in. Uh, I said uh, I once seen Harry Corbett, Harry H. Corbett and Ronnie uh, Barker and
23: Eric Sage on the canal from the Grand Union.
5: Did you really? Yeah. When was that? That must have been, a, what I'm going to say, 68... Well, doing Marsworth, they were making a film. What film were they all in together? I can't think. The G. Oh, I don't know that one. No. So they well, were... It was quite a good film. Is it, is it good? Because no, some of those quite, old films... it wasn't be- bad. Yeah. Did you speak to them at all? No, 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 just watching them film. So God, who who was there? Eric Sykes and who? Eric Sykes, uh, Ronnie Barker and Harry H. Corbett. Oh, I miss Harry no, and H- they used to play Step 2. Yeah I, 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 yeah, I miss Harry H. Corbett. Yeah. He was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was good. Was, uh, just watching them. film. Tom, are you a fan of 60s music? Uh, well, yeah, I so, in a sort of a way. Would you, well, hang on a This is very mysterious. In a sort of a way. What does that mean?
23: <laughs> well, I like uh, more or less the rock and roll era yeah. which was just before the
5: 60s. Tom, thank you very much indeed. 08459 455555. Now. From next September, disabled teenagers aged between 16 to 18 years old living in Hertfordshire will have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school. Harts County Council is hoping the scheme will save up to half a million pounds a year. But at what cost? Well, Paul Bishop is from HAD, Hertfordshire Action on Disability. Morning, Paul. Morning, uh, can, well, 60s bands. Can I just um, go can. back to that?
18: What about the Kinks? What about the Who? They
3: What's were though. No, listen,
5: they, the, the Kinks and the Who were excellent, but they and were. A loving spoonful. They weren't very consistent, though. Well, I
3: don't know. I think sort of if you had Pete Townsend on and now, or
5: Ray Davis, it Oh well, yeah, they, they Ray, Jagger as
12: well. I Ray mean,
5: Davis would stick up for himself, but because he's, he, he's got the ego the size of Yorkshire. <laughs> but it, but the, I mean, the Kinks did some Ooh. brilliant stuff, but they also did a lot of rubbish as well.
3: well I don't know. I don't know, in the 70s they did the uh, the Muswell. Hillbillies sort
5: of... Um, no, that is a good... The, 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 the LP, that's a they, great record. Fairly
3: recently, and is really good. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, that's, that's not what we're here to
5: another, talk another about, Paul, but uh, what do you make about these new transport plans from Hart's County Council?
3: Well, I'm, I'm a little bit confused. Um, I just wondered when this policy... I don't ne- know anything about it. I didn't know anything about it until um, one of your people phoned me yesterday. Oh. Um, and, uh, and also the, nobody at HAD knows about it. I don't know when it was released.
5: You would have thought that they, that they, they, they would have told you about well, this. Well,
3: well, especially as, um, we'd like to have been consulted anyway, especially uh, because the charity's transport service has several contracts with um, HCC. Uh, and one, one, at least one of the contracts involves taking children... Um, with, with, well, one of them does impaired hearing to uh, Wellington City's Knightsfield School. So next year, some of these children will be sixteen, and and they're possibly
5: subject to this um, this charge. The plan is. Uh, if it's between five and ten miles mm. to to the school that they have chosen to go to, then they could pay up to twenty percent, which works out at one thousand one hundred seventy three pounds. They could, uh, if there are, um, it, it will be means tested, but I think you have to have pretty low means to pass. Well, why why, why do some disabled children uh, uh, and youngsters have to go to school so far away, Paul? Well, I think that
3: it's, uh, I think. That it's, the facilities are for, for uh, able-bodied children. I think it's simply that the, the, for a special school and one that um, is desirable for obviously for the parents, it's going to be a slightly further away. Um, uh, going back to the, the policy itself, I, I found it quite complicated looking at it. It's difficult to understand even for a, for a parent. So um, certain parts of it are worrying as well. Uh, I mean, they they mention about when an individual assessment being considered. Uh, for instance, where will the assessment be carried out and, and who's going to do it? Um, uh, well, Harts
5: w- County Council are going to do it. That, that's what we were told earlier on today.
3: Oh, right. So you, ha- did you actually talk to Have you talked to them? and Have they sort of explained how it all works? Well, uh, you know, it's very difficult to understand uh, from the, from the uh, paper on the, uh, that you can find if you search c- quite... Quite
5: hard on their website, you yeah. can actually find it. But we spoke to Chris Hayward, the uh, Hertfordshire County Council Cabinet oh, Member he's the for Education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, does it sound fair? I mean, uh, let me just put forward the the, the contrary argument, Paul, mm-hmm. uh, that we are constantly hearing that disabled people want to be treated equally. You know, that we're all equal. Well, in that case, shouldn't they have to pay something?
3: Well, I think it, uh, I, I agree. I like I like um, the. I actually sort of sympathise and agree with part of the, the policy that, that um, it's trying to promote independence. The only thing I'm worried about is if this, this is just a sort of a, um, another sort of tactic of, of, uh, to shield from the from the real thing, which is money. You know, saving money. Mm. And uh, once again, it looks like uh, disabled people are, are, are an easy target when it can, when it comes to money-saving measures.
5: Paul, what what help can uh, Hartford, Your Action on Disability offer to, to young people?
3: So the young people, well, I mean, they've got the transport service there that obviously sort of um, is is highly regarded by um, Harts County Council. It's obviously we've got several contracts with them. So the the transport service is is the only uh, 24-hour, 24-7 service of its kind in the country that... uh, makes transport available not only to to young people but to older and disabled people as well to go wherever they want so certainly from that from that perspective the transport service is very is very important
5: Paul listen nice to talk to you thanks very much Paul Bishop uh, from Hertfordshire Action on Disability call
6: 08459 455
5: 555 BBC Three Counties Radio Um, I, 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 oh, hang on, we've got a caller. I was about to, to talk about the, uh, the jogger that ran into uh, David. He's not even dressed up like a jogger. I've never seen a jogger with dreads before. Maff in Have you ever seen a dr- jogger with dreads? No. It looks ridiculous. We'll talk about oh, him I in a second. Turn uh, the radio off. Maff, yeah, turn the radio off, fella. Can he caught me out. Yeah, that happens from time to time, doesn't it? But, uh... What you got for us? Oh, your Beatles songs. Oh, yeah. There are only three rubbish Beatles songs. What are they? Uh, Let It Be, Hey (laughs) Jude, and Love Me Do. (laughs) Oh, math! No, you misunderstood me. I asked for the um, three worst Beatles songs, not um, three of the best.
14: No, I think you'll find that they're free. If anybody else has ever recorded them, they never even played on the radio.
5: No, Let It Be. The Let It Be is, is uh, one of two Beatles songs I can um, uh, play on the piano, so I will. I cannot include. No, you're wrong. those yeah, are cracking or, songs. Um, <clears throat> How long are you have that piano in? About three months now. Oh, well, there we go then. Best songwriters ever, were they? W- w- what's your beef, Mav? I'm I'm feeling beef. <laughs> you got beef? No, but you can pick and choose which songs you like. That's life, isn't it? Tell me about childbirth, Math.
14: Childbirth. Ooh, um, I entertained my um, lady friend. Yeah. By getting the uh, maternity ward eleven years ago in Milton Keynes Hospital, we've done a good job. The one with the television.
5: We, well, yeah.
14: You got. And I with- managed to. F- I managed to find uh, some football on it at oh. four o'clock in the morning.
5: No, you didn't. You So your missus is there, uh, huffing and indeed a puffing, and you're watching football? Speed things up. She hates football. <laughs> she she couldn't get out there quick enough. Max, thank you very much indeed. People don't often think about the gentleman when the lady's giving birth. It's hard work for the man. A, it's really, really, really boring. But B, also, you're watching the person that you, you uh, supposedly love the most in the world in a lot of pain. That's quite tough, isn't it? That's a tough thing... To go through, why are um, all of the idiots... Excuse me. Why are all of the people from Strictly Come Dancing wearing school uniforms? Strictly stars turn to old school glamour. I've got no idea what... Strictly celebrities swapped sequins for school uniform as they received their half-term reports. The celeb... Oh, I see. The celebrities... Wore blazers to pose for a school-style photo while Judge Craig Revel Horwood. What is it with horrible, bitchy middle-aged men these days? I was listening to one on the round another radio station. Oh, awful! Absolutely awful! Where does all this vileness come from? His most scathing his most uh, his most scathing words were for people's favourite Judy Murray, telling Radio Times she needs to try to relax a bit. She's just so stiff. Gosh, isn't that scathing? Those are so scathing, those. Are. Why are people still watching uh, Strictly Come Dancing and indeed The X Factor? Oh, hang on a second. They're not watching The X Factor. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 heading southbound, very slow moving at the moment between Junction 11 at Dunstable Road and Junction 9 at Redbourne. Take a look in Stevenage and North Road's partially blocked at the moment between Granbury Road and Corey's Mill Lane due to an accident that's happened there just near to Lister Hospital. The M25 heading anti-clockwise is queuing between Junction 23 for the A1M and Junction 20 at Kings Langley. And taking a look so far at the M40, that's looking very heavy on camera heading northbound from the Denham about to the m25 at looking at the trains and possible delays on london midland between london euston and tring and london euston and northampton nicola richards bbc three counties radio
5: Thank you, Nicola. It's 8.16. It's Tuesday, the 28th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay over £1,000 to get to school. Lloyds Bank has confirmed it's cutting 9,000 jobs over the next three years. And the National Grid is predicting a risk of blackouts this winter due to a lack of spare capacity. Three
6: Counties Radio.
5: I mean, there's, 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 there's never any rush. You, you take your time, sit down, relax. Sorry, that's okay. You're right. It's just chatting to uh,
20: to Kelly. Don't. She looks lovely today. She's in magenta. Yeah, don't talk to her.
5: Don't talk to why? the don't talk to the staff. Why? Why not? Because you and I, we operate on a different level to those guys. Oh, I we see. We are the talent. We're the stars. We're the raison d'être that people listen to this show.
20: Uh, I heard that very rude man earlier. Which one? Talking about uh, his wife giving birth whilst listening to me and my annoying voice. Ow. Go, doesn't
5: it? it was. I think I. I think I did a good um, cover up at the end of that, didn't I? I kind of stood up for you a bit. Did you? Yes, I did. All right. I said that your voice was not annoying. I said. I said. I said that I was annoying. Right. I said that you were stern, stern and that perhaps listening to you giving Nadine Doris a right royal rollicking was perhaps not the best thing to listen to when um, having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I suggest all women in Labour go and listen to Nick Coffer. Very soothing. He is. an earnest. Uh, he's earnest. Something he's you an and earnest, I could never chap. be. I'm not earnest. Recipes. Oh, when, I, when this baby's out, we'll have a nice flan. You know, it's just... <laughs> that's what you want to think about, isn't it? Wanna, yes. Oh, I could do with a nice sweet concert.
20: I've never been asked with my funny voice. I've never been oh. asked to do any kind of, you know, meditation. No. Or relaxing tapes. No.
5: I don't think my voice would work very well for that. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering how far I can take this conversation without offending you. Try. Try. It's quite nasal, isn't it? Na- oh, <laughs> Nasal. That, that was too far. Oh. Well, it's it's uh, a bit rude, isn't it? Well, okay. I just, uh, I just thought, Peter, that I could go that far. Hello? Hello? Oh, blimey, that's not the slope. <laughs> you were supposed to be my get-out there, Peter. I am indeed. Well, yes, we'll, we'll get on to what Peter's you want. Peter's got a nice voice.
12: You think so? Absolutely.
20: Peter, do.
5: why don't you say some nice things to Jonathan? He's he's had a bit of a, a bashing this morning. Go on, make the him feel good. man fingers. said i would got a funny voice or something.
12: I don't think so, actually. Oh, thanks, I Ron. think it's quite a gentle voice. Oh, do you? Oh. Whether it's... whether that's... The complete person, I don't know, but you've got a general voice, actually. No, the, the, genuinely, this is how I speak. Of that, that may surprise some people. Mind you, mind you, you know, it needs all sorts to make a world,
5: really. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 Peter, could you imagine yourself making love uh, whilst listening to Jonathan's voice? No, not at all. No, I could be more. I'd be more engaged, I'm afraid. Okay, you okay? <laughs> all right. Well, that's, it was kind of a compliment. And they slapped you in the face,
12: didn't they? I don't want
20: people making love while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs>
5: What's what's on your show this morning? <clears throat> uh, coming up on, <laughs> I'm so sorry.
20: <laughs> yes, is Peter going to stay there? Peter,
5: you're going to stay. Are you going to be quiet? Well, yeah, actually, Pete, be
20: quiet. Peter will like this. Peter, you can have an impromptu call already oh, for the big go. phone in. Yeah. Do you think we should pay for more security for David Cameron? Oh. The jogger who was apprehended by police after bumping into David Cameron has questioned the prime minister's security arrangements. Twenty-eight-year-old Dean Farley, a hospital worker from Leeds, has said that there was no cordon and he didn't see any uniformed police when he ran into the Conservative leader. Mr Farley was arrested and then de-arrested by police after it was established he posed no threat to the Prime Minister. David Cameron was praised when he came to power in 2010 for rejecting expensive police motorbike outriders and slimming down his security detail. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. But does what happened yesterday bring this approach into question? I have to be honest... I was horrified at what happened yesterday, and I do think that although, you know, it's it sounds like just a little thing, oh, a jogger bumped into the Prime Minister. When you think about it, it was actually really, really serious. How many terrorists at the moment would love nothing more than the prize of harming the British Prime Minister? Yep. Can you imagine? Yeah. And... His security allowed a man, they didn't know who he was, they allowed a man to get close enough that he could actually bump into the Prime Minister. I'm absolutely horrified. I'm shocked that that could ever happen. Well, from Nine this morning, I want your views on this. Do you think we should pay for more security for David Cameron? Is it worth taxpayers' money providing him with more security? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is uh, my telephone number. I'd like your
12: view from Nine. Peter, what do you reckon? Well I thought they looked like startled rabbits that had seen a fox.
5: Well, why, really why would th- rabbits be startled by a fox?
12: Well, when a fox is close to their burrow, yes, they, they run like hell. And, who's, the, and they, who's the fox and
5: so Who's confused?: the, Yeah, who's the fox? Pardon? Yeah. Who was the fox in this analogy? Well, the chap running, no. <laughs> the, the, the runner actually. And who was the rabbit?
12: Well, it has got to be, got to be the security people. So what's David Cameron going then? In all different directions.
2: But what's David Cameron, the farmer? Pardon? Thank you very much indeed. Tonight is going to be an historical night in Milton Keynes.
15: Still going to Phoebe? And Phoebe is
2: in here. Let's go. It's the fourth round of the League Cup, uncharted territory for MK Dons. Great finish, game over, MK Dons 2, Bradford 0. They're facing a Sheffield United side who've knocked out Premier League opposition themselves this season. And Sheffield United win Arcton Park, it's another bit of cop- the build up and the whole game live, uninterrupted, with Three Counties Sport. Tonight from seven, here on BBC Three Counties Radio. I don't want people making love while I'm talking.
5: So, Peter, <laughs> we're going to come to an expert in a minute, okay? So, our opinion counts for nothing unless he disagrees with me. Uh- but I am saying that there are only three consistently good bands in the 60s. The Beatles, the Beach Boys, and Motown. I know it's not a band. I'm cheating slightly. The rest, they were all right, but they're a bit rubbish.
12: Well, there's bands now making a comeback that weren't there in the first place. Sorry? There's bands making a comeback who weren't really there in the first place. How on earth does, does that work? Well, it works because there was very few... They had very few fans, some of them. And uh, now they're making a comeback, and uh, it mind boggles, really. Oh, well, like what? Like, what? like which bands? No, I won't quote their
5: names, because I, I don't... I don't want are you, are you to upset people. Are you scared that the Mersey Beats are going to come round to warmer green and beat you up? No, not at all. The Searchers? Uh, Hitler tried to do it, and he couldn't do it. Exactly. We're so. <laughs> Hitler was certainly tougher than the Mersey Beats. Well, we're joined by a professional, unless he disagrees with me, in which case his title will be removed from him, his music journalist Jonathan Wingate. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ian. Have you taken leave of your senses? No, I, I've, I've just got my senses. I've woken up and I've seen the light, Jonathan. Most 60s bands were rubbish. OK. Uh, there were some that had a few really, really good songs, but there are only a, th- a handful that were consistently brilliant. Can you, can you see my Roger Moore raised eyebrow? I can feel it coming down the line. What, so I thought you'd have got this as well, Jonathan. No, no, no. no. Go on. Okay. Would well, you want a list, or do you want a, a grown-up discussion? <laughs> let's go. Well, okay. Let's have a couple, and I'll, I'll, I'll destroy you. Okay, Jimi Hendrix experience. Let's not include him because I, 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 Jimi Hendrix, could not even play the guitar. Are we talking about? By the way,
23: that's a fair point. Of course. Thank you're, you. Of course, you're right. Um, the greatest guitarist of all time couldn't play the guitar. Oh, it was um,
5: awful, Jonathan. Yeah, Sorry, what a, what a racket! I mean, re- he stole Pete Townsend's act of smashing up the guitar. Well, that's clever. He, yeah,
23: he said it on fire actually. But um, it, well, okay, let's go with the Doors, the Rolling Stones, oh. the band. The Velvet Underground, Credence Clearwater Revival, Pink Floyd, The Who, <laughs> Love, The Zombies, <laughs> uh, Simon and Garfunkel, The so- Animals, Sly right, the- and the Family Stone, right. so- Cream. Can
5: I stop you? Yeah, not really. Some of those are 70s. No, the they ba- The band were 70s. The-, the band started in the 60s. They were called The Hawks. Dillon. Yeah, they were the-, the Hawks. But I'll give you Simon and Garfunkel. They were consistent. Yeah. The Who. I love The Who. Really inconsistent singles. Legal matter? What's that all about? Oh, yeah, but you've bit...
9: It's
23: consistency, we... Jonathan! A bit, a bit consistency. Yeah, I know what you mean.
5: And, I, and, and also, you mentioned love. One of my favourite bands. I had the one pleasure. of you're going to say? No, 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 no. Oh, contraire! I think Full Start is much better than Forever sure, Changes. Sure. Uh, and I had the pleasure of dancing with a very stoned Arthur Lee once. It was it was a joy. Um, but the side two is it of De-, De Capo where it's that that fifteen minute yeah. jam? Oh dear! But that was the sixties. I think you can put that down to uh, mind altering
23: substances.
5: But hang on, you're suggesting that sixties musicians were taking drugs? Yeah, maybe. What? But and that was great, and it's great that all that experimentation is there, and it's great that they, you know, they 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 did it for us. But a lot of it was it was rubbish. <laughs> really? What about the monkeys? are your, your uh, favorite? Oh, don't play No, don't play dirty with me, Jonathan. I know, I will. They weren't very consistent. Uh, but uh, if you, if if you're making a serious point, I, yes. I think you have to divide
23: divide this list up between singles, bands, yeah. and albums. bands. Yeah. Um, the, but pop music by its very nature is ephemeral the, the, the monkeys were a pop group yeah. they were not meant to be making serious albums it wasn't really until the Beatles came along or the Beatles probably and the Beach Boys the, and the no, The Stones were a singles
5: band originally. They were, they were, yeah, The Stones never had a consistent album, really. Well,
23: that's not true. Let It Bleed, Exile on Main Street. No, the that, late, they were the 70s, song. though,
5: weren't they, I think? 71, no, 72. Let It Bleed
23: was, I think, 68. All right. If you're going to play Trainspotting <laughs> but <laughs> me. Um, he knows numbers. I know numbers. Uh, I, I, but I, I think you have to divide between um, singles bands and um, albums bands. No one was intending to make, you know, artistic statements. That would last until the Beatles and the Beach Boys came along. And so, you know, you look at the monkeys, you look at the Bee, bee- Gees as a 60s band. They were amazing. If the, if they hadn't have sort of all landed up looking like wildlife animals, <laughs> um, which is a, a theory of mine. Uh, you know, Barry Gibb looks like a lion. Yes. And Robin. I won't tell you what. I. No, God, what
5: do like, the, the other two look like?
23: Well, I can't remember what Morris looked like because I'd never met him, but but, uh, Robin Gibb definitely reminded me of some sort of lizard or something.
5: Did you did you get to meet the Bee, the, the bee Gees? I did.
23: What,
5: what were they like? Because they can be quite tricky, of course. They, the famous that, Sir Clive Anderson bit where they stormed off. Yeah,
23: no, they were charming because I charmed them. But right. That's, that, that's the interviewer's trick,
5: isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I had a very similar interview with Ray Davis. You are not allowed to mention the kinks. Uh, okay. That's, a, that's a,
23: a good one for the interview, isn't
5: it? Well, yeah, exactly. And it was going really badly. And then I, at the time, I lived in Muswell Hill and I mentioned a street in Muswell Hill. Boom! He was suddenly completely on my side is we were talking about a curry house that we both used to go to and then we c- i could ask him anything
23: well it, yeah i mean that's a separate conversation that we should be having um how to interview rock stars who only <laughs> want to talk about their latest <laughs> projects
5: oh we've got to do that one day
23: um, i tell you a funny do you want to hear a funny yeah story? i do On actually topic, yeah i once interview had the pleasure of interviewing hugh cornwall from the stranglers wow and my opening gambit was he said what do you think of my new album which of course i Really, had barely listened to, um, because it wasn't the Stranglers. And I said, "Well, of course, uh, it's the best thing you've ever done, Hugh." And he said, "What, including the Stranglers?" And I just had to give it the Roger Moore raised eyebrow and say, "Uh, "No."
5: (laughs) And how did he take that? Because some of those rock stars, they've got obviously, obviously, they have ridiculous egos. Did he? Did he take it with with humour, or was he Uh, upset? the technical word in, in journalistic circles is no. <laughs> who's been the who's been the grumpiest you've interviewed? Lou Reed. Really? There are blogs
23: about my Lou Reed interview.
5: Oh, why what happened?
23: Well, um at one I, I interviewed him twice. At one point it was on the phone. He was in New York. I, he sounded like he was calling from um underwater. Um, behind a a battleship wall. uh, I could hardly hear him. And I was just about to say, Lou, could you speak up a bit? And then I remembered um, a friend of mine, of course, us music journalists are only friends with music journalists. And a friend of mine had had the misfortune of interviewing him a couple of years before. And he said, oh, Lou, uh, I can hardly hear you. Could you speak up? And he went, you're something problem not mine. Wow. So I didn't actually ask him to speak up a bit and then at the end of the interview they said um there's always a manager or some lackey yeah. Um it it, it it talk about the talent you were talking about before there's always someone or other listening in and um with these these kind of characters and um at the end of the conversation uh they said okay Jonathan one more question and um i said well can we have a few more minutes because we'd had this whole fight about the fact that he only did 20 minute interviews so just at the last minute i said well i'm not interviewing literally for 20 minutes but um it's it's a ridiculous idea so in the end they gave me 45 minutes or something and i said to him um come on give me one more give me a few more minutes and he goes I can't do that. I've got to be someplace. And I said, where have you got to... By this point, I... Uh, by the, you don't know where this is going in. Yeah. Um, at, by this point, I was not in a great mood. And I thought, I'm not going to be bullied by Lou Reed of the Velvet Underground, that insignificant 60s band uh, down to your cereal. Yes. Um, one of my favourite bands of um. the time. And I said, where have you got to be that's so important? And he said, can we, can we use... I know we can't use... Can we use... Um, Anatomical, is that the right word? Can we use words that describe... <laughs> Probably the not. The show, fact that you're questioning it... had something removed. Oh. And then he laughed his head off. Oh, blimey. Something being... His... Something that he it... keeps in his underpants. His Winkle? Uh, yes.
5: Okay, well,
23: blimey. And so that was the end of our interview. And the funny thing was, at the end of the, the thing, I, I said to the manager, I said, well, I'm sorry, He's, I seem to really annoy him. Um, I, you know, I wanted that to go better. He's one of my heroes. And he goes, he, and the manager said, he absolutely loved it. Could you come and meet him in his dressing room at the Albert Hall? He wants to hang out with you. Fantastic. So the idea of it, uh, sitting, discussing, is, of course, is post-drink, post-drugs, um, for him, obviously, um, <laughs> not me. Um, and so the idea of sitting, discussing Tai Chi and green tea with him didn't appeal. And so I
5: you didn't go? I didn't go. Jonathan, you've got 20 seconds, because we're already late. What are you working on now? Where can people come and uh, put dollars in your pocket?
23: Um, BBC Radio 5 Live, the virtual
5: jukebox. i um, up all night. Excellent stuff. It's nice to talk to you, Jonathan. We'll get you on again soon. I love chatting to you. I love chatting to you, apart from your terrible series. Oh, get, out, get out of town. You're talking nonsense, man. <laughs>
10: talking nonsense. <laughs> Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1, it's looking rather slow-moving, heading southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and Junction 9 at Redbourne. The A414, also rather slow-moving, just around the Park Street for roundabouts. And the M25 heading anti-clockwise, very slow, between Junction 20 for Kings Langley and Junction 16 for the M40. The M40 itself looking heavy on camera, heading northbound from the Denham roundabout to the M25. And some delays on London Midland trains between London Newston and Tring at the moment, Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Nicola, we've spoken yeah. to
5: Jonathan off air. Lou Reed was having a testicle removed. Uh, uh, okay. Thank you. Thanks for that. Across
10: beds, hearts, and bugs.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's Cisco on 8.30 with the headlines. I'm Nicola Hazler. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may soon have to pay more than £1,000 a year to get to school or college. The new transport policy, which could save the county council £500,000 a year, will see disabled teenagers charged to ride their school bus if their chosen school isn't the nearest one to them. Lloyd's banking group has confirmed that it's cutting 9,000 jobs over the next three years and shutting 150 branches. The bank, which is partly state-owned, also said it was setting aside £900 million to cover compensation claims for payment protection insurance. A woman who has terminal cancer is having to be transported between Milton Keynes and Northampton hospitals every Friday. Jean Ellis has to undergo the trip because ear, nose and throat consultants don't work at MK Hospital at the weekend. National Grid is expected to confirm this morning that the risk of blackouts this winter has increased significantly from last year. The operator of the National Power Network will say that the spare capacity has fallen to a seven-year low. The Met Office is bringing in one of the world's most powerful supercomputers to improve its weather forecasts. Officials say it will improve accuracy and provide updates every hour. Three
15: Counties Sports.
0: BBC Three Counties Radio. In the Premier League, Charlie Austin scored twice as Queen's Park Rangers beat Aston Villa 2-0 at Loftus Road. The win sees Rangers move off the bottom of the table and up to 19th. MK Dons play Sheffield United in the fourth round of the League Cup this evening with no fresh injury problems. Kyle McFadseen will return after a head injury, kept him out on Saturday and Dean Bowditch will be fit to play after recovering from a groin problem. Tonight's game's a chance to progress to the quarter-final of the competition for the first time in the club's history and manager Carl Robinson feels his side is ready.
16: We're very uh, aware of the enormity of the challenges a very, very good Sheffield United team. But we also are aware of what what the prize in store is. So we're uh, we're looking forward to the challenge. But Sheffield United are being exactly the same boat. They'll feel they can come to Stadium MK and put a performance on and win.
0: Real Madrid's Gareth Bale is the only player from the home nations on the 23-man list for this year's World Footballer of the Year award. Jose Mourinho, Manuel Pellegrini and Louis van Gaal are on the shortlist for Coach of the Year. In rugby league's four nations, England have named an unchanged side to play Australia in Melbourne on Sunday. England beat Samoa in the tournament's opening match in Brisbane. The sports minister, Helen Grant, believes sports needs to, needs to engage in the battle for gender balance and fairness after a BBC study into prize money found that 30% of sports reward men more highly than women. However, Grant acknowledges that changes won't happen straight away.
19: There is a gap. It needs to be closed, but it's not going to happen overnight But we do know that women's sport is very exciting. We know it can draw really big audiences. But we need more media coverage and more commercial investment. And that's your news and sport.
0: More at nine o'clock. Across
6: beds, hearts, and bucks.
10: This is Ian Lee,
6: BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Biggall stay there I uh, uh, just want to have a quick recap of what we're talking about um, how did you entertain your uh, lady friend as she was giving birth to a child and we'll, we'll speak to Dealey about that in a second uh, most 60s bands were rubbish very inconsistent and also Dealey mm. I've been trying to get people to name the three rubbish Beatles songs Ooh, were there three? yes there were three Blackbird? <laughs> why are you doing that? come on why not? because it's a great song <sighs> go on go on Octopus's Garden. No, mate. You try... You try writing a nursery rhyme. I won't allow that, and I won't allow Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine. No. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. No, mate. It's not. It's not. You try writing a song... I don't want to. You try writing a song... I don't want to. You try writing a song that 50 years later kids are still laughing at yeah exactly no, my boys love it my
4: niece and nephew loved it you try writing a nursery rhyme you can't they do it live in a it's
5: dreadful it is true come it's on it's a nursery i bet you think that row 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 your boats rubbish as well don't yeah you? i do i do well because you're not a four-year-old child they could write songs for elderly people for young hipsters like me and for children mm, okay. it's brilliant
4: yellow submarine is brilliant mm. brilliant no no not at all i'll
5: tell you the three rubbish songs go on right you ready yeah (laughs) Maxwell Silverhammer probably go along with that one yep Oh, bloody, oh, blada, love goes on. You talk, they have a go How up, dare you? They have a go Mike Greed for doing a Caribbean voice. Go and listen well, to Oh, bloody, oh, blada. Hang on a second. When I was in school, they taught
4: me that song in music lessons. Right. So, again, it goes out to a younger generation. So your original point.
5: So Mike Greed gets in trouble for going, Win for Raj is at number 10, right? But with Paul McCartney going, Desmond does a barrel in the <laughs> marketplace. He says, a, uh, has a a barrel in the yeah. marketplace. Different times. And that's not racist. And there's also uh, Blue Jay Way from uh, Magical Mystery Tour. Awful. OK. okay. Awful. That's, you know it. You Paul, should maybe add that up to five, though. Put. You're in a submarine. No, mate. No, oh, you're such a plump. Octopus's but, garden. Paul's in Biggleswade. Morning, Paul. Oh, good morning, Ian. You agree with me, don't you?
21: No. What? <laughs> um, is by it? The way, on, a, on just a technical point. Yes, sir. I'm not in Biggles Wade. I'm off Biggles Wade.
5: I, I, okay. Well, um, I, I literally couldn't care less. No. But so Paul's, Paul's off Biggles Wade. You'll be off this. You'll, off be, you'll be. You'll be. You'll be. Okay. All right. All right. But, but are you in Biggles Wade? No, I'm off Biggles Wade. Well, where are you? Yeah,
21: I'm in Upper Coldicott, which is part of Biggles Wade. Well,
5: oh, fl- tense this really tense. So hang on a second yeah. if you're in Upper, Col- Upper Caldicott yeah. which is part of Biggleswade yeah. you're in Biggleswade <laughs> pwned mate, I've totally pwned you yeah alright Thank you very much indeed <laughs> what have you got? Uh, uh, yeah I'd like to give you one um, Cliff
21: uh, Richard I, and I the Shadows I beg Shades. your pardon? I'd like to give you one
5: yeah well th- let's talk about that later on you want to talk about music okay. first?
21: Uh, uh, Cliff Richard and the
5: Shadows rubbish. Yeah I agree <clears throat> I've just na-
21: I just thought I'd name some bands from the 50s I thought that's what you wanted. What about Roy Orbison? Awful. Pretty woman walking down the street. What? You think that's awful?
5: Yes, I do. Well, I think that's quite a good song, but most of his other songs are rubbish. The Candy Coloured Clown. I've never heard of that one.
4: Exactly.
21: Uh, uh, what about, who was that lot that did that song, Tell Star. Was that the Tremolos?
4: Tornadoes.
21: The Tornadoes. And it was the
4: first American number one by a British act. Uh, that's
21: funny, Ian. Your voice just changed then. Mm, I know Your voice completely changed Yeah it does sometimes oh. Alright that's all i got for you So I'll uh, I'll see you sometime
7: Alright thanks Paul
21: Alright cheers
7: Lovely to talk to you
21: Oh it's changed the game Yeah it Ooh. does I'm getting confused now Really confused
7: Oh Have <sighs> a cup of tea
21: I think I'd better have a cup of tea And I'll lie down
7: Just said that
21: I would like to give Have you... Have a long... lie down. Yeah, all right, I will do. And
7: a cup of tea.
21: And a cup of tea, I will do.
7: Not together, because you'll spill it.
21: OK. All right. Cheers.
7: Bye, mate. See ya. Bye.
9: I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. I'm being swallowed by a boa constrictor. And
19: I don't like it very much.
9: Oh,
1: no, oh, no. He swallowed my toe, he swallowed my toe. Oh, gee, oh, gee. He's up to my knee, he's up to my knee. Oh, fiddle, oh, fiddle. He's reached my middle, he's reached my middle. Oh, heck, oh, heck. He's up to my neck, he's up to my neck. Oh, dread, oh, dread, he swallowed (laughs) my
5: You probably think that's rubbish
4: just. I've got a beef for you this morning. What? Um, you've been talking about 60s bands. Yes sir. And um name the ones which you thought were good again. Well, the, the were well,
5: consistent. Yes, yes, go on. Uh, the Beatles. Yes. The Beach uh, the Beach Boys. Yes. And I know I'm cheating, Motown. Yes. Very good. Yeah. But you failed to mention Jerry and the Pacemakers. Uh, we had that. They're rubbish, mate. I saw them live recently. Mm. They were recently? Playing... We're talking about the 60s. Not not recently. We're talking about the 60s. Yeah, I saw them recently, mate. You know that. Yeah. And they were, he was playing The Wind Beneath My Wings. If they were that <laughs> good, surely he's got 90 minutes worth of material.
4: Uh, but you bought the tickets. You talk about consistency. Uh, their course, their first three songs went to number one. You cannot get more consistent than
5: that. Well, you can. If their first four uh, singles have gone to number one. That would be more consistent. Did the Beatles? No. Did, uh, who else did you mention? The Beatles, uh, the Beach
4: Boys? No, but that's... No, no, exactly. Their first three songs went straight to number one. You cannot get more
5: consistent than that. You've been you, 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 you can get more consistent, Justin, because if their first four singles, or their first five singles, okay. or even their first six singles have gone to number one, that would be, by definition, what, more consistent. What I'm saying is they are
4: unique. In actual fact, it took years five for... <laughs>
5: Spice no. goes with the next one.
4: No, they weren't. No, I tell you what, here's a question. Jerry and the Pacemakers, their, their first three songs went straight to number one. Uh, they were the first act to do that. Uh, we're talking about the UK charts here. Uh, the second. Who was
5: the second act to have their first three but, but, songs but, but go but straight to number one? Kokomo was a number one song for the Beach Boys, and it was rubbish. Number ones mean nothing. No. Number ones mean popularity. Here's something. Who sold twice as many records as the Beatles and the Rolling Stones combined in 1967? Uh, that would probably be the drummer Clem Cattini. An <laughs> idiot. It was the Monkeys, mate. Mm, Clem Cattini's had more number ones than anybody else, in and he's local. 1967. Mm-hmm. And he's not. He's a session musician, so that doesn't. He's count. a legend, and he's local. Yeah, it, okay, and he's brilliant, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's not had number ones. He's played on number ones. I've played number ones. It doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. The 1967, the Monkees sold twice as many records as the Beatles and the Rolling Stones together. doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean that they were better. It means that they had more popularity than the Beatles back in 1967. Great facts. Well done. Thank you very much indeed. Mm. I've totally owned you, mate. Now no, we you haven't. Look, we well, have you haven't got time for your piece. We'll have to do it after the news. All right. Thank you very much indeed. I like it when it gets tense with me and Justin, although generally I'm right. you got any texts, um, uh, um, Betsy? What's my name? I nearly called you Kath.
7: Oh. Does that mean I have to do it in her voice?
5: <laughs> yeah, go on.
7: Shall I? No. Yeah. OK. How does she speak again? I forgot. It's been a well, while. Well,
5: hey, yeah, lad. I mean, he was Kath Newcastle. Well, exactly. I'm from up north.
7: Wait, hang on. I can't think of how she sounds. I don't
5: even remember what she looked like.
7: I'll just do it in my voice, because yeah, sure. I remember how I sound. Yeah. Uh, bad Beatles songs, I could never stand Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Yeah, that's never one of them. sounded like it should be a pop song, yeah. but should have been in a musical. Yeah, that's, that's from correctly spelt Ian. Correct. I-A-N. Yeah,
5: well done. That's in the, to- that's in the three spelled. Bad Beatles songs.
7: Um, Pete in Dunstable says that his the, the three Bad Beatles songs, Revolution 9, Nope. Flying... And wild honey pie.
5: Flying was on the list and I took it off because I'd forgotten Obladi oh, bladar oh, But flying is actually quite good.
7: Who else did that Obladi oh, Obladar? Oh, Someone else? Marmalade. Marmalade, oh yeah.
5: Terrible stuff. Yeah, Mike Reed gets in trouble for doing a, a mock Caribbean voice. Listen to that. Desmond does it barrel in the He says, de marketplace for crying out loud.
10: Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1, it's looking rather heavy heading southbound, just around junction 11 for Dunstable Road, and in where Hollycross Road is closed between Woodbury Hill and Cattle Lane. It's all due to some emergency repairs that are taking place there. The M25 is looking very heavy heading clockwise, just around junction 25 for Enfield, where some roadworks are taking place at the moment. Anti clockwise in the M25, very slow between junction 20 at King's Langley and junction 16 for the M40. In the M40 itself, looking heavy on camera heading northbound from the Denham roundabout to the M25. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Nicola. 8.46.
5: It's uh, uh, Tuesday, the 28th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Disabled teenagers in Hertfordshire may have to pay over £1,000 to get to school. Lloyds Bank has confirmed it's cutting 9,000 jobs. And a woman who has terminal cancer is having to be transported between Milton Keynes and Northampton hospitals every week. Coming up, we will finally work out why Dealey uh, wants to talk to me. But before that, let's get the weather with Georgina. (laughs)
19: Hello there, a very good day today, ahead of us with sunny spells and blue skies, staying quite dry as well. But southerly winds, not enough to spoil the day, with temperatures reaching the high teens. And tonight, cloud increases. Now, this is ahead of a front that's going to be pushing through the night with rain and stronger winds. Temperatures, though, still getting down to about 11, 14 degrees Celsius, which is not really that bad for this time of year. Tomorrow, we've got outbreaks of rain, some heavy bursts in that. Um, Some parts will stay drier than others, but it's likely to be quite cloudy there even and temperatures getting to the mid-teens so a bit of a drop from today Thursday though those uh, temperatures get back up to the high teens it's going to be quite cloudy and a bit drizzly at times as well but Friday we've got sunny spells until the evening when rain pushes through once more that's your latest forecast what every Saturday morning from six
6: David Preber.
2: A couple of things we're asking you for this morning. Why should we care about this? What's the problem? Eurythmics and there must be an angel playing with my heart. They've been seen as a bit of a sideline in British politics, haven't they, UKIP? David Preva. Time for our Free in 30. Some uh, newspaper front pages for you this morning. You've gone for the front of the Express. What are they worrying about Mm. today? Clearly it is about money, though, isn't it? You've just spent the last few minutes saying the the club's about to go out of business.
6: David Preva. Every Saturday morning from 6. Now we're
2: ready to go. Now I'm awake.
6: On BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: So, Justin, you said mm. Paul McCartney mm. doing um, the Caribbean voice. I, I actually feel quite strongly about this, right? Mm. Mike Reed, who mm. gave me my first ever pork pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was only a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was about uh, two, two or three months ago. Mike <laughs> Reed gave me my first ever pork pie, so I've, I've, and I loved it. Wow. And you I, love him. So I've got a soft spot for him, Yeah, right? Gets all this flack for doing... I mean, it's a silly song about... Mm. But it's a bit of fun. It's a bit of harmless fun. is a great tradition. Um, and he does a, a, a slightly Caribbean voice. Although, having heard it, it's not that Caribbean, right? Mm. Paul McCartney, Desmond does a barrel in How can you justify that? Uh, well, as I said earlier on, different times. OK, OK, I'll stop you there. OK, cool. This is Paul McCartney two weeks ago. You can do it right now, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I rest my case, Paul <laughs> <laughs> McCartney is a racist. Wow. Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's yeah. right. You but can do it right now, please. Paul McCartney is a racist. He do not get any flack, yet Mike Reid does. <laughs> you can do it right now, please. Boom shakalaka. It's probably because who he is, he can do what he wants. He can't be racist. Well, he,
4: he, you're telling me he is racist, so he clearly can do what he wants. Well,
12: he is. Listen, yeah. you can do it
5: right now, please. <laughs> now. Yeah, from look, cringe to cringe. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of cringe to cringe, morning, Dave. What well, are you talking about, mate, pal? Oh, yeah, I'll talk about you, cringe. Yeah, cringe. Justin is co-hosting the last half hour of the show with me. Good, good. Well done, Justin. Come in now, mate.
4: Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yeah, out, well, just. So so what um, have you got for us, Dave? The Beatles. Mm, here we go. Right. Um, it, the body's favourite,
18: you know what I mean? They were okay on a record, some of their records, but to see them live is useless
4: absolutely useless. And that was in the sixty-seven, sixty-eight. 68. You're still there, Justin? You're talking nonsense, Dave. I tell you why. No, I'm not. They, I'm not, mate. They you weren't the p- useless. Yeah, Hang on, Dave. Hold on. What's mm. here, Justin, get mm. the people of the 60s, 67
5: or 68. Can I just ask you? So, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to come in here. Yeah. Tag team, Tag team interviewing. Yeah. Uh, Dave? Yes? Did you see them live in 1967, 68? Yes. Where, where did you see them? It was either the... um uh, Majestic in
18: Mill yeah, Street in yeah, Luton or yeah, yeah. This, uh, the Ritz in Gordon Street. You're, you're, I can't remember you're, which you're a, oh, you're a liar. You're a liar. I ain't. You're a liar. I'm telling you, I'm not,
4: mate. You're a liar. I'm telling you, the 67 or 68, they in Luton.
5: Do you want to tell him why he's a liar or do you want me to do it? Um, you
4: probably got Google <laughs> up. I, I presume no. they weren't in Luton that year.
5: No, no, no. They stopped touring in 1966. <laughs> in your face! <laughs> They were at Luton. Not in 1967 uh, or 68, they stopped doing live concerts in 66. uh, Candlestick Park in the United States, their last ever concert, 1966. What's your beefing about, Riff Raff? There we oh. go, you see. He has to resort to insults, terrible. Justin. Absolutely. He has terrible. to resort to insults. He was and I am not gonna include the live on the rooftop of uh, uh, of of Abbey Road not Abbey Row, what was it, Savile Row, nineteen sixty nine? That was yeah. a, a proper concert. It was a, That's a nonsense off. nonsense. Yeah. They stopped touring in ninety. 90- hey, we got John Lennon on the line. Morning, John. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
14: You're right there, fellas. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really good, John. I'm genuinely surprised to hear from you. How you doing?
14: Oh, uh, you know, not too bad. You know, just uh, calling you back from the other side.
5: Yeah, all things know? all things considered, you've been dead for 34 years, and, and you sound pretty good now, uh, John. Listen, imagine you... there's no heaven. Is there one? Uh, no.
14: Oh, <laughs> then where are you? I'm just floating around in purgatory, you know.
5: It serves you right. Now, John, listen. There there are three rubbish Beatles songs, aren't
14: there? Are you talking about me? Song Revolution number nine.
5: No, I quite like that one. I'm tempted to play that tomorrow. Even I skip forward that one on my CD (laughs) (laughs) player. No, uh, you'll like these because they're they're primarily McCartney songs. O Bla Di O Da.
14: That's a great little reggae tune. Paul did okay with that one. I thought you sounded a
5: bit Paul now, John, and a bit George. I'd take that as an insult. Now you just sound like a bloke. <laughs> also, Maxwell Silver Hammer.
14: That's a great tune, all about murder and stuff. You know, it's a bit, a bit uh, risque.
5: <laughs> a, bit, a bit risque. I can't remember what the last one was. The kids love that one. Let me tell you,
4: <laughs> Yellow Submarine is no, dreadful. Come on, no. John. What
14: were you thinking? Yellow Submarine, I wrote that for Ringo, you know, he, just for his voice and it
5: sort of suits him. Yellow know. Submarine is a great song. We're not we're not having that. It's rubbish good. John. No, we're not having that. Blue Jay Way, the George Harrison song. Blue Jay Way. It's a bit bit dull, isn't it? Yeah. Bit dull. John, listen, before we let you go, it will be remiss of me not to have you uh, sing a little snatch of a Beatles tune. Could you give us a bit? Um Do you know any Beatles songs, John? <laughs> I'm not familiar with the band, um,
14: I, c- I can do some great kinks if you like.
5: Thank you very much indeed. Oh l- no, m- m- maybe we should. Now d- d- we're running out of time, just. Yeah. Let's do this. Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams, he's been acting like a plum while his wife was giving uh, birth to a baby. I think good on him. I think it's a little bit of fun. Um, you weren't quite so con- convinced.
4: No, no, I think it's wrong. Robbie Williams posting these uh, strange videos, singing Candy by his wife's bedside. Um, I've been getting reaction to the videos, getting reaction from the men, how do they calm their partner's nerves, and vice versa. The streets have spoken this morning, Ian. Here's what happened. It's,
5: it's, sorry, Justin, it's vice versa, not vice versa. Okay. Okay. Is that OK? Yeah, it's fine. Thank you. Taking it to the
2: streets with J-Dog. Just to get the abuse. Just
16: let her do what she wanted to do, innit? That's what I'm there for. How bad was the abuse? Bad enough. Yeah. yeah. Worse than getting run over, I'm telling you that. Oh, come on. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> I mean, Robbie Williams
4: has been singing to his wife. He's been singing that dreadful song, Candy. <laughs> What's your thoughts on
16: that? Stupid. Stupid. Just hold a hand and take the abuse in it. That's all you can do, really. Mm. You know what I mean?
5: All the ladies in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh the, the ladies, ladies, the ladies.
22: The ladies' perspective with Ian Lee across Beds, Hearts and Bucks. The
4: ladies, ladies the ladies. ladies. The ladies. Right, the what ladies. did your husband do when that big moment came?
8: Oh, he just started shouting and screaming and everything. Yeah. New what party. to try and make you laugh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sitting there eating Chinese. <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're still laughing now. <laughs> I
8: know. You got to win, ya.
4: So, so he was doing all these comedy things to try and get you over that that moment, yeah, which you felt yeah, very tense the pain about.
8: And everything. Yeah, yeah.
4: Now, Robbie Williams. You like Robbie? Robbie Williams. I like Robbie Williams. Yeah. He's been by his wife's bedside, singing songs to her. Oh, well, is that pathetic or is that caring? pathetic. <laughs> Veronica, you're sitting here with the newspaper. You know all about Robbie. What's your thoughts on what he's been doing, first of all?
8: Well, I think everybody has their own way of doing things, but he's a bit of a twit, to be honest. I mean... Who wants to tweet about what their wife's doing? I mean, it's private. It's her pain. He doesn't realise what sort of pain she's going through. Yeah,
4: and probably singing candy makes it worse, well, I'd have thought.
8: Yes, I would think so, yes. She needs a little bit of calming, not um, being riled and upset. She yeah. needs to be kept calm, and I think something like that would probably just um, upset her, I think. Now,
4: your partner wasn't there for the birth no. because no. men weren't allowed in. No. Should we go back to those days? Yes. do. Why?
8: Like I say, it's a private thing. Women sh- it's it's embarrassing thing to go through in the first place. It's
4: for and the lady just... and the lady only.
8: Yes, yes.
4: It's a harsh vibe, but I always say when I go onto the streets, just be honest. And you've been you've been really honest, and I really appreciate that.
8: That's fine.
11: Um, I consider that it was uh, made it to be all about him rather than. You know, something that was a private thing between the two of them.
4: Here, here. OK. Before you go, your husband, what did he do to try and calm your nerves? Sing a bit of Frank never Sinatra?
11: Left
14: the building.
5: <laughs> and that calmed you down? Oh, Him definitely, not it? yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Her husband was Frank Sinatra. Mm. That's what that was. Mm. You've never been in uh, that environment, Justin, so you, you, you can't really uh, comment. No, and I didn't comment. I well, just you took co- it to you the did... streets. Well... Yeah, yeah. You, you commented, you said that well, Robbie Williams, Robbie Wings Who's that?
4: <laughs> Who's he? I thought we was talking about Robbie Williams <laughs> Who's this bloke you're
5: talking about? <laughs> I'm so high on cough medicine, man You were saying that what Robbie Wings was doing <laughs> Robbie Wings I think he used to pay for loot in Town, Robbie Wings Robbie wings. <laughs> That's what the one of the ladies said. Right, okay. During the ladies' perspective, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you? Uh, you maybe. said what he was doing was out of order, mate. And no, you, I didn't you... say that. I didn't say you that. Did I didn't say it. It's,
9: I've it's, a, pr- the whole it's thing a private again.
4: moment. I, I just, I just think, you know. The, the cynic in me says that yeah. he's he's got these videos out there that that's a very special moment for, yeah. for him and his wife he's putting the videos out there no. him singing Candy oh, he's doing try, it for a laugh he's mate. trying to get people he to talk about it i.e. us he wants people to go on iTunes Candy and is, buy his songs
5: Candy is six months old he's not yeah. he, if he had a new one out I'd, I'd be like yeah okay Right. it's a six month old song he's having a laugh no he's not he's having a laugh
4: just no, the, the other week Cilla Black was back in the hit parade she was back in the Hit oh, parade. No, I'm gonna... Anyone who had a heart off the back of that TV program. Because people...
5: she she would film did, took a selfie while she was on the lav or something. No,
4: no, I'm just saying that when people hear a song, they may not have heard it for a long time. Oh, it's candy. But they'll they go hear online, it, and they'll buy it.
5: It's candy. We're BBC local radio. We are we are contractually obliged to play it every 25 seconds. Yeah, but people
4: can still listen to it and then go and
5: buy it. That, that's why he's doing it, boss. Come he's, on, get um, real. You know, I, I'm not having this. I'm really angry now. I'm not having this, Justin. Why? He's just doing it for a laugh. Would you do that? I'm not Robbie Williams!
10: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Starting off on the M1 heading southbound. It's rather heavy moving at the moment between Junction 12 at Flittick and Junction 11 for Dunstable Road. Take a look in where and Hollycross Road is closed between Woodbury Hill and Capel Lane due to some emergency repairs that are taking place. Taking a look at the M25, that's very heavy moving heading clockwise just around Junction 25 for Enfield where some roadworks are taking place. Also the a- A41, that's looking heavy at Junction 20 for the M25 and the M41 on cameras looking heavy heading northbound from the Denham roundabout to the M25. Nicola Richards at BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you, Nicola. Well, I think that last little burst of uh, activity may be the thing that lost me my voice. And if that's the case, Justin, I will actually pursue you through the courts to get um, reimbursement. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Just. Thank you, Soph. Back tomorrow at six. JBS up next. Ta-ta.
6: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
20: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Tuesday. It's nine o'clock and on today's big phone-in. Do you think we should pay for more security for David Cameron, the jogger who was...